0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18
1: plus. Talk Radio. Hey, Darren. Yeah. Yeah, we got. You know, how many you got? How many you think you got? Go ahead and start the show, Tony. No, we don't got to start it right now. Rodney's coming right back. You know, we can edit this part out.
0: Okay. Need a couple more people. Yeah. Uh, about, about 20. About 20 people.
2: 20 Ten
1: already? 10 couples. Okay, so you had some more. Okay. Is Andrew in? Is Andrew, no Andrew right? in? Andrew. Yeah, uh, I'm here. Are you in for um what's that the first Saturday in November? Next Saturday. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Two Saturdays. Okay. What, what what's the date? The 4th?
0: The date is the uh the 4th. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. The fourth. the 8th. You sure it's the 8th?
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the calendar now.
1: Okay. It. All right, cool. All, All right,
2: right. Malcolm, you
0: in? Uh, what you talking about? No, 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 no. I just seen you, I just
3: seen you pop up. All right, I'm uh, back. Go there. ahead, yo. Go ahead, yo. I'm back. Yeah, You back? All right. Mm-hmm.
1: 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 6, 6, 6. Uh, Okay. Good evening good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk show. Phones line phone lines are open now, but this show is strictly for men only. We have a few rules and they are no profanity, no politics, no racial stuff, and this ain't Bible study. Tonight's topic is do most men hold on a second. What is tonight's topic? What makes a man say I love you? Sorry for that. I was reading something else. Um this is something that kind of came to me after listening to something on the radio about a man that was going through some issues with his wife. And I think I told Darren about this. Um, They had been married for 40 years. And at some point throughout the marriage, um, they started to go astray. And different directions but living in the same house. And um the wife no longer wanted to hang out with him. The wife didn't want to go to the movies, she didn't want to be intimate. Um you know, so he wanted to give up on the marriage. So his option was to move into a separate bedroom and start doing his own thing, which a lot of people do after a, You know, 20 or 30 years of marriage, you kind of lose interest and you go your own separate ways, but you stay in the same household, I guess, to save face for the rest of the family or whatever. And then the man said, I don't want to get too spiritual, that he, he prayed on it. And what came from the prayer was for him to start to serve his wife, meaning instead of looking at the differences that they were having. Picking out her faults and where she went wrong, um, he started to serve her and started to do things for her. And he said shortly it changed for him where she started to reciprocate and she started to serve him. So he took a different avenue that most people take. Um, So the question that I want to throw out tonight, because I know that a lot of times the 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 meaning and the motives are different when men say, I love you. And when we try to show our love, it's different a lot of times, you know. So um, when do you know, as a man, when did you know that you were in love in your marriage for anybody? When did you realize that you were in love while you were in your marriage?
0: While you was in the marriage or while you were... Before you, you know, was going to you was gonna marry
1: her. I'm gonna say in the marriage because I think that, and this is just my opinion. I think that we don't really know love until we're knee deep into the marriage. I think that the dating stage may not be love. It may feel like it. You see what I'm saying? But in the yeah. dating stage, we have a right to leave. But once we say I do, and we get these investments, and we get knee deep into Everything the, the the life with each other, I think it's a little bit, you know, and the patience. I think it's a little bit different. Then I think that the love is intensified, but I could be wrong. What do you think? Nah, no, you're
0: right. When I believe when, um, I think Malcolm had said it before. You know, you really don't, you really don't know if that's your soulmate or you're the one that you're supposed to be with until after something. While you're in the marriage, after something happens and you go through that, and then now it it's either going to tear you apart if you're not grounded properly or if it's going to rip you up, you know, um, or it's going to keep you together if you are grounded properly because you know your position and you know that you're dealing with a, a principality vice, a person that that, that, don't, that doesn't love you. Because if a woman loves you, she's going to love you, but... It's through the good times and the bad. And when she calls you that punk B or well, all these crazy names, you got to understand that that's emotion talking and
1: you can't take it personal.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
1: But some men take it personal. And
0: those some are the of ones that really don't, I, I believe those are the ones that really don't know uh, their role or know the woman's role. If they know the woman, the woman is an emotional being then they should know not to take that thing personal. My wife called me, uh, I hope she don't hear this, but she called me the other day. She called me a punk B the other day. And she was upset, angry, mad, and it was because of something else. And, you know, then she came back, and while I was downstairs working out, she came down here and told me she was a, she was she's sorry. And she said, I know it's going to be hard for you to forgive me because we done came so far. I should know better than this. You know I didn't mean it but you know now I'm attacking your you know your your manhood your ego and all these other things. I said, "Oh, I forgive you." And she said, "You just did that so easily." I said because I know you were speaking. I know where you was coming from when you was talking to me, and I know you didn't mean it. And so now at that time I could have called her all kind of things. And then she ain't had no right to say anything to me because she just she just, you know, hit below the belt and and I would only be you know, in my emotions, if I hit her back below the belt, that would have just got real ugly between both of us.
1: Hey, can I speak hmm. on that? Sure, sure, sure.
4: Yeah, for me, um, you know, like you said, you know, when you're dating, engaged, and all that, you know, you think you're in love, uh, but but it really, you know, that that's kind of infatuation. That's that's what I call the warmies. I didn't know that it was it was really I mean just just really really what it you know, real love until about six months after we were married. Mm. My wife got very, very ill. Mm -hmm. And she was in the hospital for two weeks and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And I mean, it was it was they didn't know they didn't know anything was going on and I mean she was so sick, I mean, I was sitting up every night watching to see if she was still breathing. Um, and in my prayers at that point, um, I realized that it didn't matter whatever the situation. I was not going anywhere. I was going to be there, even yeah. if that was the uh, the burden that I had to carry for the rest of my life to serve her in that state. That's when I really realized this is real. This isn't about me. And, and it kind of mm. hit. what Darren said. You know, when when the rubber meets the road, you know, it's all fine when you're happy and holding hands and lovey-dovey, but when it hits the road and it's not all about you and you still want to be there, I think that's when you really start to see it, when you go through some turmoil.
1: Sure, 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 sure. Where do you think – I'm going to ask you this, um, Andrew – where do you think most marriages go wrong when it comes to really understanding what the love is in a marriage? Or or the lack of understanding what the love is?
4: I really think that the the real problem is people don't understand the definition of what real love is. Sure. Um most people think love is a feeling. And you know, they, they go through that warmy state that, that warm and fuzzies And when that's gone, they think the love is gone because that's what they equated love to. And then they start chasing that feeling, and they go out outside the marriage to try to find that feeling again. And I think, you know, I mean, I don't care, you know, how fine she is, how this, how that. You know, after a while, it ain't all that. You know, and... And if that's if that's what you're what, what you define love, that feeling that you have, sooner or later, you know you're going to wake up and that woman's going to be unlovable.
2: Mm. You know she's mm. going to come
4: off and call you a punk B.
2: Yeah, and it may yeah. not
4: be just one time. It may be an attitude that lasts for some time. Mm and if you're if your if your definition of love is how you make me feel and she stops making you feel like a man and she stops making you feel loved, then what do you have
1: do you do you think and this is for anybody um do you think that women actually have an idea a realistic idea of how to show love to a man?
0: Yeah, I, I I believe they know. I think that the demand the man doesn't know. I think that the woman knows, but I I don't think the man knows.
2: Hmm. I think okay. she knows okay. more
0: so. I think she know more so than the man
2: does.
5: I, I would disagree. I I I think uh, women sometimes because they're such an emotional creature, um, the feelings when they leave, um. That in love kind of feeling leave, they think that love is gone as well. So, I, I don't, I I, can't, I wouldn't say that they they have they have they know more about love than men. I think that uh, because they are such a, an emotional creature, that that uh, when when those I love you kind of feelings leave, um, they're more susceptible to like, oh, I'm not in love with you no more.
0: Hmm. Well, I I would explain it to say, you know, um, the reason why I say what I say is because a lot of times when men get married or men is in, in a relationship, the first thing they're in a relationship for is to see how much booty they can get. But the woman is giving it to him based off of, you know, I can make him reach his full potential, but I first got to let him know that I'm worth being wifed. And then when they're worth being wifed and then they try to give him more, he ends up getting... ...pushed up on, like, man, why are you crowding me? And all she's doing is trying to support him because she knows that that's what he needs. Oh, baby, it's going to be okay. You lost your job. A man don't want to hear that at the time, but that's really support to him. And he don't even understand what she's trying to provide to him because he's so upset and in his feelings about whatever just happened. You let a dude get punched in his face by another dude or get knocked out by another dude... His wife come up there and say, oh, baby, it's going to be okay. He mad. He don't want to hear nothing she got to say. He he mad because he saw all these people saw him get knocked out in front of his lady, you know, just for an example. So she's just trying to support him, but he don't even realize that that's what he needs at the moment. Ike said it the other week. He said he he, he was with a, uh, somebody in the military, and the guy had to find his wife at home. And she read her Bible and worked out and looked better than the chicken heads that he was messing with. But he still found it, you know, he's out there trying to do whatever, but his wife is just home supporting him, and she's following him around because he's in the military. Mm. So she knows what her man needs. He just don't understand that she's just doing what her obligation is and, and love doing it. It's just not until later on when he realizes that, man, this woman has be, been here with me all this time. I mean, the perfect example in these old women these, I mean these older couples, I'm sorry when uh the you know back to my grandfather he had kids outside of the the marriage, and he'd come back and my my grandmother' would take those kids as her kids, and he'll go out and drink and spend all the money, and then she'll go out and work and get it back get it all back, and she'll take care of the house and never left him, no matter what he did she she always supported him, and it it wasn't until later on in his life that he realized man. This is a heck of a woman. She stayed here with me no matter what I did and I appreciate that. And most men wouldn't do that. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be returned if it was on the other end. She was on the other foot, I believe.
1: So so is is staying an example of love?
0: Because you staying, staying is an example of support and, and, and dedication and I don't think men are as dedicated and supportive as
1: women are to men. In most cases. Mm. And I say that because I know that we all know someone that's in a relationship that we wish that they would leave. And because, I mean, you know, it's unhealthy and they just stay. And it can't be love, but they just stay. Yeah.
6: Hey, I want to make a comment real quick. Um, And it's kind of based off of uh, Andrew, he kind of said it twice in a row that uh, basically love is not necessarily a feeling. (laughs) Um, and everything to me that has been said so far is kind of gearing towards this. Um, the average person, I, I would believe, thinks that love is supposed to feel good. But it sounds like what y'all are saying is love is, doesn't necessarily feel good. Is, is that so, what's, what's being said?
1: Yes, you're
0: 100% yeah,
6: correct. That's true. I
0: didn't say that. Love don't feel good, you saying?
6: I, I said love doesn't necessarily feel good.
5: Love isn't really a, a, I mean, it's not a feeling. I mean, you have certain feelings that come up. Love is a choice. It's a choice yeah. to stay or 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 to leave. It's a, That's right. But love chooses to stay. It chooses to commit. It chooses to say, "I love you," even though you're not lovable. You are ugly right now, and you are, you're you're just a cruel, mean person right now. But you know what? I'm still gonna stay
6: with you. Okay. Well, then, if for, for me, could somebody? Can somebody identify that thing that feels good? What is that? I,
7: I, I think I, I think we we messing up because I think we're trying to say what love isn't. And I think love is a combination of a lot of those things. Hmm. Speak on it. You know that feeling you get when you see your wife wake up in the morning? That's a good feeling. That's not me choosing to stay. That's just a good feeling, you know. Or, you know, my wife uh, is in an accident and she can't walk and I choose to stay to take care of her. That's me choosing to stay. You know, so, I mean, so it's a combination of things.
1: I hear you. I I do. And, and you know, some of us, some people have direct deposit, you know, from their paycheck. And when they go online, they look on, online and see all that money in their account. And that's a good feeling, too. You see, and that's a good feeling. because of all that money. Wow, that's a good feeling. So I'm saying we all have good feeling, but it doesn't mean that I love that experience. So if I look at my wife and I say, oh, you know, great, you know, it's a good feeling, but it doesn't mean that I truly love that. It, it, it's the point I'm trying to make.
7: I don't understand that, t hope I'm confused.
0: Man, when you when too. my wife yeah, – let me tell you something. When I, when I found out my wife had breast cancer, uh, I never did knew I was going to – have to encounter that at such a young age. I thought that for some reason in my mind, I thought it was like Alzheimer's. You know, when it, you get you get that when you're older, and um and when it when it struck us at our out of a sudden all these younger all these years we have to live in our marriage, and then it just hit us in our eighth year or seventh year of marriage. I'm like, wait a minute, that don't supposed to happen until we like ninety. But when it did hit, I had a choice to make. And and, and I chose, at that time, whatever the feeling was at that time, it got stronger after that. Mm
2: -hmm. So if
0: you want to put a stamp on it and call it love, then let's do that. But it wasn't about her body anymore because I married her because I love breasts. And she had some nice ones. She had like a, you know, for a frame, it was these, and I was like, I'm loving these. But after they were gone. It wasn't. I wasn't there for the breasts anymore, and it, it became more than breasts. It became more than the physique. It it, it was overwhelmingly, uh, um, and y'all. I was. We was on the call. I said, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not sure how I'm gonna react to my wife now because you know this is what I mean. This. Woo, this is what I was. This. This what brought me back. This brought me back every time she. Would, you know, get mad with me and I get mad with her. This right here bring me back. You know, this. I mean, I'll think about them breasts and I'll think about this and I'll think about the sex and I'll be like, yeah, I'll, let me go ahead and apologize to this motherfucking woman. And that's what I will, it would bring me back to that. But once they were gone, now I have a different, I had a difference. In, I mean, you, you guys can go back and hear the show. I had a different idea about what it was going to be like, what was going to anchor me now. Before it was bread. Yeah, but
3: now what? Yeah, but mm. on the on the road to love, it's ultimately a positive. Yeah. So are we are we disagreeing with that? Like you, you might have some negatives no. on no. the way, but ultimately it, it gets a positive outcome.
2: Yeah.
1: That's the aim. That's the aim.
3: Right.
7: Now it doesn't always go positive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 100. we all dealing with women, so, you know, they they can be hard <laughs> to love sometimes. Yeah. They, make it, they do. Yeah. They do. I mean, they lie, they're crazy, they don't know what they want. You know, that's you know, how they are. Yeah. But we still love them, though. We still, yeah, yeah.
1: I want to go back to something that Darren said. Darren said that when his wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, he had a choice to make. Right, Darren? Right. Now, now here's the problem that I have. And I had to learn this by being married to my wife now. I had to learn this. But the issue is, and not towards you, Darren, but wasn't the choice already made when you said I do? It was supposed to have been already made.
2: Mm.
0: When that preacher's up there saying for better, for worse, for rich and for poor, you know, we did it in that same show. We did a segment about, you know, if that's the case, then how come 98% of lottery winners get a divorce? If that's for richer, if that was the case, if we're going to stay together, and I'm making this vow to be together with you for richer, why would 98%, 98%
1: of the people leave? That's a big number,
0: 98? 98%. Yes, sir. Of lottery winners, you know that's a small I, number too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got you. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm.
2: And
0: and and eighty nine percent of men that come back from war for PTSD, their wives leave them after they find out that they can take, uh, they can take most of the insurance money, even if they're not married to them. They can still, you know, they can still have their benefits as long as they don't get married. So and that's for the worst, for sickness and in health. You you make all these promises, but I don't think people really know what they're getting into. Because when it hits the fan, they have a decision to make, and a lot of them, oftentimes, leave. Hmm. But hmm. well, well,
1: but go ahead,
0: go ahead. When well, when you say I do, that's
5: that's the very first decision. It's the first choice, and then throughout your marriage, you have choices. to say every day. And then whether whether it's a crisis or whether it's just a normal day, you choose to stay. You choose to to be with that person. You choose. I mean, it's it's a continual process. I mean, I, I heard someone say, I mean, life is just being able to just resist that urge to just throw up your hands and give up. Um, you just take one day at a time and stuff. And the choice was made on the wedding day, but you've got to make that choice every day.
2: That's right. Mm. That's good words.
1: Yeah, that's good words. So, so now that you say that, what are so so Darren? And I'm gonna go back to you. Yes, sir. Because the call just made a good point that the choices that the initial choice was made on the wedding day, but every day are different choices. So, because every day are different choices, what other choice did you have when you found out she was diagnosed with? breast cancer. What other choices did you have?
0: Well, oh, I had a choice. I had a choice that, you know, if I was a dirty dude, I mean, I don't love women because i seen two teeth fall out of their mouth in the I'm middle of the feet. I'm talking about
1: divorce. Heat. I'm talking about divorce. I'm not talking about a chick that you just dated. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying, I'm saying
0: when my mind was immature, I would have made a choice if if it was like early in the marriage, if I didn't know any better, if I didn't know if I wasn't spiritual. You know, other another choice could be always to hey man, I can't deal with this. You know, hey, I, I mean, you go ahead and deal with this on your own, or you can get a divorce. Even if you're married, you can start neglecting her. You know, yeah. I didn't know how I was going to feel because I asked you, man, I don't know how sex is going to be now. I don't know how this is going to be. I don't know how that's going to be. I don't know how I'm going to, how I'm gonna look at her. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I really didn't know because all I, I ain't going to say idolized to make me sound like I'm a freaky dude, but, I mean, that's what brought me back to the table every time, you know, the thing that I fell in love with her about, the physique, I'm saying. Now, once that physique is is not there, I mean, what, what's there to love? And in my immature state of mind, I was thinking.
2: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, because you definitely weren't immature when that happened because it wasn't too long ago. So you definitely said you had a choice, and I know that you were of sound mind at that point. So, you know, I thought, you know, but that could be. Yeah, Maybe but, I'm I sure.
0: mean, if you would have asked me, it's just like when, when if you first get married and somebody asks you, hey, if your wife was to lose her best access, what would you do? Hey, man, I'm only with her because, you know, she got some good booty. And then she gets to a point where she can't have sex anymore, what would, I mean, but that doesn't happen until later on. And now you got to make a decision. I mean, I know you talked about it. Like, I've I made the statement several times. I'm not raising somebody else's kids. But then when the, when the rubber meets the road, what you're going to do,
1: you got a choice yeah. to make. Gotcha. 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 So there's certain things. Now, I get it when it's adultery, Um, really big secrets that were kept from you that actually were going to affect the marriage. Um, And I get there are certain things where you can say, you know what, this is a little bit overwhelming for me and I I can't hang, I can't handle this. I tried, but I can't handle this. But there are certain things that are exempt from that, from saying I'm out when you're in a marriage.
0: It shouldn't be. I mean, and that's when you find out if it's true love. When nothing can penetrate you know your your um, your promise to her, meaning that you're gonna stay married to her through rich or poor uh through all these other problems that you know you may run up on uh and and then when that rubber meets the road and you get tested, that's when I believe that you know now you 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 came to the point where you really know what marriage is about, you really know what commitment is about, you really know what love is about. At that moment, I don't believe it comes before that or, you know, um, or just saying it all the time. I don't believe it comes before that because you're not going to really know what that means until it happens.
4: Yeah, until you're in that situation, it's easy to say, but you don't really know.
1: Right, right, right. Wow. Yeah, that's good words because I guess you don't until the test comes. And it's coming. So for the newlyweds that are listening, it's coming. Be ready. The test is coming, and you're gonna know whether you love them or you don't.
4: But you got um, that right. There's gonna be there's gonna be days that that she is not lovable, and what are you gonna do then? Yep. You gonna bail? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So back to the
1: marriage scenario and the getting, marriage part, getting married part, and the fact that I'm, I would probably say 80% of the marriages take place where the man gets on one knee. Is that about right? Is that number about right? 70%? When the man proposes? I'm just trying to take a
3: poll on that. On the, on the, on the, I right? thought
4: it was almost always when a man proposed. I, I thought it was 99.9%. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Okay, good, good. Okay.
1: So if it's ninety nine point nine percent where it's the man's idea and the man makes the first step and makes the commitment, right? Do as men, do we understand the meaning of unconditional love? Because we're the ones that are saying ninety nine percent, ninety nine point nine percent of us are saying, Hey, let's get married, let's do this. Yeah. So we do understand the meaning of unconditional love at that time.
5: Absolutely. I, I I disagree. I don't think so. I I think unconditional love is something that is learned. Um, I, to be honest with you, with me, with unconditional love, I learned unconditional love through my marriage and and yeah. also by having kids. Um, that that's really what taught me un- unconditional love. As a single man. I did, I did not know
4: unconditional love at all. If you disagree with me, I hope am not going to be around you. First of all, we all got to be real. Uh, we yeah. don't have unconditional love on this planet, yes. okay? Because believe me, a woman could do something so bad that, that, that you ain't going to keep staying with her. Yeah. Sure,
1: sure, sure, sure. Okay? And as a matter of fact,
4: women will put up with more stuff than men do.
7: Now when I say, when I say unconditional love, I say you know, yeah, we 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 uh, believe in unconditional love. You know, we we believe we have that. We may not actually have it, but we believe we have it. We want to try. Yeah,
4: I think we. I well, think well, if we you walk be. in and, and and she's sleeping with half the football team, I don't know how unconditional your love's gonna be. That's, I mean,
0: you can you can you can be you can still love her, but you don't have to be with her and be stupid
4: and let yeah, her. Yeah, that's be, a cop out. Her. Oh, I love that's you. I just can't out. be with you. We're talking about forgiving, and staying I with
0: mean, her. Hold on, hold on a second. That's not a cop out if you are saying, okay, I'm I'm following these religious values, and if you cheat on me, then I'm out. I can, I still got love for my ex wife, but I ain't gonna never be with her because she cheated on me. So. I don't understand why that's not love unconditional. I mean, when she came up here for my son's graduation, I fed her some food and I let her stay in my house in my basement. Well, it, I, I think,
5: I think also, I mean, there, there's there's a certain element that goes with love that's unconditional and that's forgiveness. Um, I've heard Angie say several times: just because there's a betrayal, just because there's an uh, an adultery, doesn't mean the, the marriage has to fail. It depends on the forgiveness. On either part, that that marriage could still be successful after the adultery and stuff. So, when we're talking about unforgiveness, or not unforgiveness, when we're talking about unconditional love, that there's really we're talking about is there forgiveness uh, in those individuals? And the, the greater amount of um, forgiveness, the greater
4: amount of unco- the, the closer we get to unconditional love. Yeah, I think that uh, the key is, you know, can we forgive?
2: Yeah.
4: Um, because I mean, if if anybody's being honest, all of us have a limit.
2: Mm-hmm. We're when not God We give. can't
4: love somebody, you know, when when they, when they pour gasoline on us and lit us on fire.
0: Well, let me okay? ask you a question.
4: When you say forgive,
0: Andrew? I mean, I believe you can forgive somebody, but you don't have to be stupid enough to stay with them if they miss if they're abusing.
4: When we talk, when we're okay, let's get a definition. When we talk, when you're asking about, do we love our wives unconditionally? Do you, are you saying are we gonna stay with them no matter what? Is no, that what you mean by unconditional, unconditional love? love? Let's get a definition out here. Okay, who who said unconditional love? Tony
1: did. I did. I did. I did. Let's let's get a
4: definition, because we we can love somebody. I say, I love you from a distance, but that's not what we're talking about in marriage. No.
1: We're talking about staying in there, still got the same keys, still got the same address. Right. You're still in the marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now,
4: we we got to really be honest and say none of us have what we call unconditional love. That's true. That's true. I mean, we don't have that ability. I mean, it's nice to say, but we really don't have that ability. I mean, Really? Hmm. I mean, love is conditional. Wait a
0: minute, wait a minute, wait. We don't have say that
4: one more time, Andrew. We don't have. We to do, don't to do. have the ability that God has when He talks about agape, unconditional love. When we're yeah, talking no. about, I'm going to Andrew, be in this marriage no matter what. There's nothing you could do, and and I would never, I would never leave you. Well
6: that's
0: but not. But God him, so doesn't
4: that. say that Himself either. There is in an something animal. that you know, Give you for it. Yeah, yeah, God doesn't, does, there isn't anything God won't forgive us for and there's nothing God will put us out for. Well,
1: hold on, God will put you out if
4: you turn your back on him. He's well, hold on, hold on, uh, Andrew. Well, I'm not, we're, we're not going to turn this into a, into a no, no. Uh, religious and, and a salvation if you can lose your salvation. I don't think that's where we want to go. Um, But, you know, that's why I said, what is the definition that Tony's talking about when he says unconditional love? In other words, is there never a reason that you would ever leave? In other words, there's nothing, there's no condition, I will stay no matter what. That's unconditional.
1: Yes, yes. yes. And I purposely left the word agape out, because that's a tall order for anybody. But that is unconditional
4: love. (laughs) Love no matter what. My love is based not on you, but based on on my decision to love you and it doesn't matter your actions, I'm going to stay here. Okay, Okay, well let me ask you anybody that's like that.
0: Okay, well hold on a second. I don't look at unconditional love like that. If if I either love someone Okay, hold on let me finish. If my ex did something to me and she cheated on me and it's in the Bible that say you can leave Based on this condition, it's because, because it's too to hard. Oh, let me finish. Let me finish. You, yeah, you're. You, an option to leave because, and, and I and I tried to stay, so I know why it's an option because you can't give a person a hundred percent of trust and love after they uh, broke a covenant with you. Your mind would, it, it it can, but it's very hard to allow your mind to think that. You trust this woman a hundred and fifty percent as you did before. So, if you, if I can't give nobody a hundred and fifty like it was before, then I'm, I'm I'm cheating you. I'm really cheating you. Now, do I have love for her still? Yeah, I got love for her. I'll feed you when you're hungry. I'll you know i I'll, I'll help you out if you need some shelter. You know, I even helped her out with money on a on occasion or two. But that doesn't mean I have to stay with her to show and prove that I love you unconditionally.
4: Well, that's why I asked uh, Tony to define his his word when he put it out there. He's saying stay in the marriage. Yeah. Okay, that's what he defined as unconditional. No matter what, you're going to stay in the marriage. And I said there's no there's no marriage that no matter what you're going to stay. I mean, if she's you know shooting at you, you're going to leave
0: yeah that's, that's crazy. that phrasing okay, that so, yeah, so
4: unconditional you know to be in there we don't have the i don't believe i don't believe that we have the ability to do that. Hmm. to stay with somebody okay. who's i mean owner, if you if, you're, if, you're, if your wife got pregnant by by your brother by your brother would you stay?
0: No, that, that so, I, I don't believe that's uh, that I don't believe that's the terminology of that's this. That's why this I asked function. them to define it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I think. Okay. Well, 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 then,
1: well then, I I think what we need to do is we need to establish a definition while we're talking.
0: Yeah, we just can't put and it I, out of the air. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> well, 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 we can use the guidelines, the kind of the guidelines that you gave us in reference to, um, the reasons for divorce that are acceptable. And take those off the table. Okay. Now, what are the reasons for divorce that are acceptable? Cheating. Believing. Cheating. Breaking
0: the covenant, yep. Okay, so
1: outside of that, or death, got it. So outside <sighs> of cheating, outside of infidelity or death, that's what we'll talk about. And, and
4: abandonment.
1: And abandonment.
4: Okay. So that's
1: that. That's how we'll get
4: our definition.
6: So right, real quick, real quick, what's abandonment? Like actually leaving, not around no more.
4: Yeah, that means leaving, leaving the marital uh, relationship. She okay. says, "I don't want to be with you anymore," and she heads out.
1: Okay. So she actually packs up and
4: leaves. Yeah, that's abandonment. Oh, you ain't got no choice. Got you, you ain't got no choice. Well, that's no, no, the same no, thing. No, you well, you do. No. There's people. There's people that stay married even in that situation. Believe me, I got a cousin like that. So, so, he's, so still
0: pursuing, he's still pursuing marriage as it was before she left?
4: No, no, he, he left. Just, he okay, left, and she's still hanging around 13 years later. And he's got so all kinds of girlfriends and all kind of things, and she's like, well, you know, I'm just going to wait for him. I think she's crazy as hell, but, hey, uh, that's not my thing, you know. She said, I got married, and I'm not divorcing. Okay. I think I think I think one one of the things that needs to be brought up,
5: and I mean, if we're going to talk about, and to me from a Christian perspective, um, uh, the reason a divorce was even put on the table um, back in the day, uh, it, it speaks in the Bible. It was because of the hardness of hearts. Um, it, it, divorce was never supposed to be there, um, but it, it, he, Moses allowed that divorce um, because of the hardness of. Uh, uh, of men's hearts to be able to not forgive and stuff, and they 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 created conditions to say, okay, then you can leave, you can have a divorce because of this and this and stuff. But it all to me, it all goes back to forgiveness. Um, if if you're if you if you have a greater if you have a greater tolerance to be able to forgive people, to me, you get closer closer to that uh, unconditional love. I don't think we'll ever. Uh, reach unconditional love this side of heaven um but to me the, the greater um um tolerance you have for forgiveness um, there's the 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 closer you get to that unconditional love
4: absolutely
5: I agree with you hundred percent
6: the whole thing with that forgiveness thing, and that, like as the conversation has been going on, this has been kind of crossing my mind to have that level of forgiveness that has nothing to do with the person you're with. So is that is that actually love, or is that just the person that you are? You
4: no, know, I believe that in order to have to have that level, you have had to have been forgiven yourself. Yeah. And if you haven't received that forgiveness for you, you don't have the capability to forgive others. True. Okay. With that being said, say you've crossed
6: that threshold and you do have that ability. That doesn't necessarily have anything to do
4: with love. That's who you are. Well, I no. think that is exactly what love is. Yes, exactly. Yep. The ability yep. to forgive. Once, once. Well, for me, once I realized that Christ forgave me, and I did nothing to earn it. It wasn't about who I was or what I did to earn it. It was a lot easier for me to forgive those that had hurt me because I didn't deserve to be forgiven. Yet He forgave me. But so okay. we're not talking about
6: loving humanity. We're talking about. Your spouse. Your spouse.
4: Well <laughs> when person. when I entered my, my marriage relationship I understood what the godly covenant was and, and my commitment wasn't just to my wife, the covenant was between me and God that I was gonna love her as under him. Yep.
1: Well let me ask a question. Let me ask a question since you are there. And it's a good place to be. Um so if we're gonna go apples for apples Did you make an agreement to forgive your wife for everything that she does even before she does it?
0: Yes.
1: Say
0: that one more time. Say that one more time.
1: Did you make an agreement to forgive your wife for everything that she does even before she
4: does it? Forgive her in
0: advance. Without exception
1: or with exceptions? That's absolute.
4: Absolutely.
1: That's absolute.
4: my wife and i have talked about these issues and we said there's nothing that we will not um we will not work to forgive and, and including cheating including cheating we believe now all, also you have to understand that we understand what that does and we don't want to destroy see i believe that that infidelity destroys your marriage
2: mm-hmm.
4: okay Um, and once you cross that line the marriage you had is over now that doesn't mean that you can't build a new marriage with the same wife but the marriage you had is over right um and now you've got to start at a place to you know to begin to first of all heal and then second of all forgive and then third of all um, to start the process, the long, difficult process of building that trust or rebuilding that trust. And for me, I don't want to go there. It's not worth it for a piece of snatch to me. Okay, so <laughs> let me ask you a question.
0: Let me ask you a question. But we have
4: talked about that, yes. Okay. That's a
0: contradiction.
1: So,
4: well, go ahead, Darren.
0: That's
1: what I was about to say. That's,
4: that's go a ahead.
3: contradiction, go ahead, Tony. Well, how is that a
1: contradiction? Well, because if you tell me that you have agreed in advance to forgive her for anything that she does before she does it. Right. But then the but then the infidelity comes into play.
2: And right. then you
1: say the marriage that you had is no longer the marriage, so you got to stall all over again. So what is it, a new agreement now? Now we we'll No, 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 no. When I say that, do.
4: when I say that, what I mean is all of the the, the good faith and trust that you have built has been destroyed.
2: Okay. When I say the
4: marriage that you have built is over, I don't mean you need to go get a divorce. What I'm saying is that that when you, okay, uh, I just I, I just ran out to the store at nine o'clock at night, okay, and I said to my wife, I got to run out and get something. If I had had infidelity in her mind, she might be thinking, Who's he going out to see? Is he going out to talk to somebody? Because now I've I've laid those seeds that she can't trust me. So the yeah. marriage, the trust that we have is now shattered. Gotcha. But but no, I don't got them. I don't got them. Okay. okay. i got to ask okay. you a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go
2: ahead.
0: Okay. If you said I've already forgiven you for what you're going to do, including adultery.
4: No, I, I didn't say I've forgiven you. I said we have agreed that we've taken divorce off the table and there's nothing we can't overcome.
0: Of forgiveness
4: in Christ. So so you're saying that if if infidelity happens repeatedly,
0: you're saying that, okay, I'm going to stay in this thing, but I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to stay in this thing because of a commitment I made to you before we got married. I'm going to stay in this thing miserably, but I'm going to stay here because that's my word. And I'm going to work towards and try to work towards and continue to work towards uh, trusting you again, even though you keep closing my trust in, the, in, in, in a closet somewhere you keep uh you keep cheating on me you keep doing these things you just said that your 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 sister or your brother someone that you know uh a, abandoned the marriage right and you said that you thought that she was crazy for doing so but if that were you as to say if that were you you would have left
4: no, if if my wife decided that she didn't want to be with me and she moved in with Tony
2: <laughs> okay. I mean,
4: you know, there's nothing I can do. She's left the marriage.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, but if she agreed to
4: cheat with everybody and all your
0: friends and football teams and everybody else and then she come back and say, Hey, I want to still work on this marriage, you're gonna say, Okay, we're gonna work on it but you know, I I just just know you lost some trust there.
4: Well, she didn't lose some trust, she'd lost all trust.
2: And I'm not saying
4: that that this is going to be some kind of piece of cake. All I'm saying is that it's possible, it's possible to to come back from that place. I'm not saying it's easy, and I definitely don't want to be there. Both of us, knowing what this does and seeing it, trust me when I tell you, we've seen it many times, literally in, in our living room. And we know what it does to marriages. Both of us have been down there, and both of us have been through divorce. And that's one of the things that that keeps us saying it's not worth going there. Okay? But things can happen.
2: Okay? Okay. And
4: and it's easy to say I would do this and I would do that in a situation. I know that my heart wants to live a lifestyle of forgiveness. And right, the only but, but you way don't I would know. be able to get through that is through the love of Christ. That's so it. The only, because so in the only, my humanity, that wouldn't work.
0: So the only the only question, the only answer that you've given me is, the the answer, the final answer is, I'm going to stay no matter what, even if she cheated. I'm going to stay. Regardless.
4: No, my my answer to that. you is, I want to live a lifestyle of forgiveness. Okay. <laughs> All right, and with Christ, I believe that we could get back from that brink of destruction of the relationship. So you would cheated. I'm not going to say if you cheat, the marriage is over.
6: But then, Andrew, what is the effect or power of forgiveness if it doesn't clear out the lack of trust?
4: Well, forgiveness has nothing to do with trust.
2: That's true.
6: But then, what is the purpose of forgiving? In, in marriage, in a marriage that you intend to stay in, what's the purpose of forgiving if you don't, if you don't eliminate the lack of trust?
4: Well, first of all, forgiveness and trust are two different things. Okay. Right. As a Christian, I don't know where you stand in your beliefs, but as a Christian, I don't have a choice. I have to forgive. That's cool. But okay. if it if you now, forgive, what do that have, mean? That you just, I don't you know. have to. I I'm not commanded. Uh, to reestablish relationships, but I am commanded to forgive. Now, if I choose to reestablish the relationship, and there's a lot on the table when you're married, it's easy to say if you ever do this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. Um, but that's, and I would, I caution people from doing that, okay? Because you're, you're making announcements that, that, that are really hard to come back from, because you don't know. One day you may be out at a conference and some chick throws at you and you tap that ass. And now, Mm -hmm. because your wife has said to you, if you ever do this, I'll divorce you, now you can't even be open and and confess to her. Now you've got to come through a whole chain of of stuff that really is going to unravel the the relationship. So I'm Mm -hmm. not a big fan for saying, if you ever do this, I'll do this. If you ever do that, I'll do that. Because you don't leave chance for someone to fall. Are I just women. can't see clearly the power
6: of forgiveness if you don't, in, in marriage. Now, I can see you forgiving a, a, a person in the street that you don't have to deal with on a daily basis. But if you forgive your wife for something that's hard to, that, 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 where she, you trust trusting her, if right. you don't reestablish trust, what is the purpose or point or power of forgiving her?
4: Okay, but you, you're lumping two things into one. Forgiveness and reestablishing trust are two different things. You cannot reestablish trust if you haven't first forgiven.
2: Okay,
6: so you forgive her, and then what do you do now?
4: And then you've got to start down the path to reestablish trust. And everything changes at that point. If mm. one of you have, have, have fallen into adultery, everything changes. Boundaries have to be put in place. Okay, she may have to, you know, have, have all your passwords and look at your cell phone. There's all kinds of things that are going to change at that point because now she's got to be able to trust that you're not going behind her back or vice versa. Okay, to make it Whereas if you're not married now and there's been no situation, there's no need for you to look at her email and check on her Facebook. and to, I mean, if you're doing that stuff and nothing's going on, you've got a problem in your marriage. Hey,
2: can I
5: but, yeah, for, for for clarification purposes, to me it goes back to love. I mean, for, for, forgiveness is, is very much it's, it's very much life love. It's a choice, and it's not for the other person. It's for yourself. Now, uh, it's to free you of of whatever is done. To say I'm not going to punish you. Now, the trust to me is the feeling part where you have to build that back up. The forgiveness is the choice. It's the time and place that you say, "I forgive you." It's done.
6: But okay, so this, so, so you can it, answer this question, and, and I, I think you and Andrew will probably agree. Once you forgive, that means that it's no longer a burden on your heart. Is that <laughs> basically what the forgiveness does for you?
5: It's not. It's not so much. You're still going to have. You're still going to be hurt. I mean, because uh, you were you were betrayed. Forgiveness is saying, "I'm I'm not going to punish you." i I'm, you're giving that other person to me, I'm giving my spouse, if she betrays me, if she is unfaithful to me, saying, I forgive you. I'm not going to punish you for this. We're going to have to work to build this trust that you've destroyed um, over time, but I am not going to continually bash you over the head be- because you did this. I'm, it's done. And, but like Andrew said, things are going to have to change. You're going to have to give the cell phone up. You're going to have to give the emails up. You're going to have to... Be accountable in, in order to build that trust up. To me, the trust—the trust—is basically that process the, of of working through that um, that your your feelings that you're to, to the point where you were maybe maybe um where where you were before.
6: But
2: the forgiveness. Okay, so has- forgiveness forgiveness
6: puts you in a position to try again. Basically, yeah. forgiveness has exactly. nothing to do with feelings.
5: Forgiveness is just a decision that I'm not going to punish you. you- okay. You deserve it. So
0: the divorce could mean can, let me ask you this, can a, can a divorce mean punishment or a divorce could just be a result of not being able to uh, to 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 trust a person one hundred percent and you just following the, the you know, the biblical law of getting the divorce because you can't stay in there like that.
4: It could be both. It could be, yeah, it could be both. Okay, you could say, you know what, I told you if you ever do this, I'm gonna divorce you. You did this, I forgive you, I love you, but I'm leaving you, okay? Cause you you deserve this.
2: But do you? Could but be no, that. but that's you that's
4: I can't. I can never. I I don't believe that I have the ability to 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 get to the point that I can trust you again because I'm the type of person that once I'm betrayed, that's it.
0: Okay, so if you're no, that type of person, place to be hold on, because, Andrew,
4: hold on a second. If if you're that type of
0: person, that's not really a punishment to the person because you're saying that, you know, um, I can't stay in here because of the type kind of person I am. You're not saying that I'm leaving you because of, I, I guaranteed you that I would if you did this ever to me. You're doing that because for the sake of your sanity, for the sake of what you can tolerate and what you're not mature enough not to, to tolerate, you're saying it for your own sanity and for the sake of the kids. That, that I mean, like, I, like I told cause. you like I like I said before, when I found out my ex cheated on me, I was so enraged and didn't know it, I broke a steering wheel for of a BMW off in my hand and I that's when I found out it was aluminum. I thought I was like, well, how did this thing get in my hand? The top of the steering wheel cracked down from the steering wheel itself into my hand. Because all I was thinking about was killing this woman. So because I've been so faithful and for 10 years in a relationship and I stayed committed and I did everything that I was supposed to do, I thought, you know, but I I did not know that rage carried me to a point where I had to grab a steering wheel. And by the time I don't even know how I made it home, and and it was for her sake that I left her because I don't know what I would have did. Just like I didn't know I could do that, I don't know what I would have did if I would have found out if I wasn't in a capacity of driving and my kids was in the back seat. So you, I mean, if a person say, I can't go through this because I'm not ready for this or I can't handle this, especially if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, then you might want to trust that and, it, and trust that it's not a punishment. Just trust that it's a it's a safety hazard then at that point.
4: Well, everybody's different. He asked, what, you know, there are people that would do it as a punishment. Okay, there are people that would do it to say, all right, I'm the type of person that I can never forgive you. Okay, I can never get to that point. Okay, that's, you know, that that again, that's a choice. You know, one of the challenges is when we don't forgive people, and there is, you know, I, I tell you what, and it it, it <laughs> my mom, whom I obviously, well, you ain't not, I love her to death, okay? Uh, I was with my mom a couple of months ago. And she talked about one of my aunts who has now been dead about 30 years. And my mother talked with such anger, and she said, I could never forgive this woman. And I heard this come from my mother from a woman, my aunt, who had been dead over 30 years. And I thought, wow. And I and I watched <laughs> the way she reacted, and I thought, I sure hope I don't do something, you know, to to, to fall into that same camp. I mean, if you have that in you, I mean, what if you do something and you trigger that? I mean, I mean, I really believe that that's an issue that we need to take to the Lord when we have that kind of rage in us that we can't forgive people. I, that's I really believe. Not, that's
0: not forgiving at that point. That's
4: just uh, temporary. So, I'm telling you what she said. I will, I, I would, I will never forgive this person. Okay, that was my mother's words. I will never forgive this person. And the rage that came over her, and listening to her, I was, I was, yeah, I, I prayed for her soul. I was like, "Oh my goodness, how can, you know, how can someone that 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 loves Christ talk like that?" I mean, it just it just boggled my mind, and this was my mother. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and and I would hope that that rage is not inside of me. That no matter, and and I've been in that situation. Okay, I literally knocked on my wife's door, and and the boyfriend came to the door. So I understand it.
0: Okay. okay. Now, and me I mean, I was really killing you know, Let me ask you a question now. I don't know why I was going to kill him. Did you, wait, hold on. did you accept that? Did you accept that because you had did some, did some dirt already? And you figured, that hey, I must deserve this because I did Oh, no, I was no, going to kill him. But well, I mean, let me ask you, I'm, I'm asking you, were you able to accept it easily or easier because it was some dirt that you did
4: previously that you deserved that?
0: Oh, no, I was going to kill him. No, you you're not answering the question. You're not you're not probably getting them what I'm saying.
4: When you said, well, did I accept it? No, I didn't accept no. it.
0: I didn't kill him. No, I said that you it, do it. Did you expect it because of something? Oh, did was, I
4: expect it? No, no, it was. I was stunned.
0: So you was completely, you was completely uh, uh, a genuine, loving husband, loyal, and all of that. Oh, no, no, I was an asshole. Okay, so okay, so you you should have expected that. You know.
4: <laughs> well, I still didn't expect it. Oh, excuse my language, there, Tony.
2: Okay you,
0: okay. you
4: get what I'm saying, though, right? Now, I, I, now, but yeah, it, I but, if, but I the the navy, if I was on the goes through you. I mean, I mean you you now, in, If I was on the your navy, if I was
0: on the navy, check this out. Hold what? on. If I was in the navy and I had been going to all these countries and I've been screwing every woman I see everywhere I landed, then when I came home and she cheated on me. I would be upset, and I'd be ready to kill the dude she with. I understand that part, but I wouldn't have probably left her because I I would figured I would expect that to happen. Well, what goes around comes around. We had a show called Karma that went over that. So I would expect something bad to happen because I've been cheating and doing dirt all this time. Okay. But if you did, but if you do nothing, that's when rage come in. I believe.
4: Well, I I, I disagree. I had rage too. Yeah, I think. Mean- to be honest with you,
5: I think rage is is a, is a it's a normal response to to such a portrayal. It's just getting past that. Uh, that's why you have to kind of separate yourself for a while <laughs> because yeah. you have to come down. I think most most men will have a rage if they they walk in and they see their wife being in the bed with another man. Um, that, that that's a normal response, I think.
4: As a matter of fact, if the Lord had not stepped in, I'd be in prison right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. One day I'll tell you the story because God had to step in because somebody was going to die that day, and I didn't care, and and I was going to kill him, and God stepped in.
2: Hmm.
4: Wow, that's heavy. I'm I'm not kidding you. I'm dead serious. I mean. Hmm. It, at that point, my life was over, and one of us was going to die, and mm. I didn't care, and I was going to kill him. And God stepped in, told me to step back and let him go.
1: <laughs> well, well, let me ask this question. Um, since you're already at this place, um, no, I'm not going to ask that question yet. i not going to ask that question yet. Can you love your wife? For men, man. It's for a man. Can you love your wife if you find out or when you come to the realization that 75% of what she told you while you were dating is not true? Wow. Can you still continue to love this woman? Oh, yeah. You can? Yeah.
4: I can. 75%. Only 25% of it's true.
2: Well, See, mean, that, it comes married. down to
4: the same thing, Tony. Okay, mm-hmm. she's destroyed the trust and the marriage that you thought you had. You don't really have.
0: Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna uh, feel that way, but you're gonna work through that. I can work more through that than than any infidelity. I'm like, I would be asking why this, but like you said, Andrew, it it won't be the. It, you would have to rebuild that
1: trust again. You definitely will have to rebuild that trust again. No, 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 no. There is no trust. See, see, you, you, you might be missing the point. This is not a trust factor. This is a way, the way that it is. And let me break it down. So, when you were dating, she liked to, let's say, go fishing with you. She went fishing with you because fishing is your thing, right? Let's say she was somebody that was extremely affectionate and. You didn't have any issues sexually. Okay. Let's say that she was uh, nice to your friends. Your friends were great. Hey, your friends are great. Bring them over and all that kind of stuff. Let's say she was, hey, go out and hang out and do what you need to do, and I'll see you when you get back. Everything's all good. You know, and I'm trying to pour it on as much as I can to get up to 75% because 75% is a lot. Hey, you remember that guy? It
6: was a guy that was on the phone, maybe. A month or two ago, and it, he had the same situation. His wife was horrible. She ended up trying to accuse him of um, molesting their daughter. Is that? Oh my talk? goodness! Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you
1: know that right there is definitely extreme, but that could go along the lines of. But I'm just talking about everything that you saw in this woman, that you, the reasons that made you want to marry her, because of the, her personality, her likes, her interests, was so compatible with yours. And now seventy five percent of it was all a lie.
4: She did so the representative work. really took over.
1: The representative was hardcore. And now you got twenty five percent, the part that, you know, and it may be a twenty five percent that she likes to go to movies with you. She did like to do the movies, she did like to do, you know, certain things. But the seventy five percent that you really liked about this woman was all a lie.
4: In other words in other words, uh, you didn't do enough research. There you go. Mm -hmm. And 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 she said I do and flipped the script. Yeah, now if love is not a feeling, should it matter? Man, that's deep. You know, Uh you 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 got you got a situation there. And there's people that they think once they marry you then they don't have to do anything because they got you.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: So it's not unrealistic, thing.
4: No, I've, we've seen that situation. It's like, you know, all right, now we're married. Now I don't have to do any of that. Now this is what it is. And all of a sudden, you're married. I mean, that's a tough deal. That that might even be tougher than the infidelity, <laughs> because you get in a situation where somebody thinks that 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 they des- you deserve, you know, they deserve you to, you know. To, to, to be this way now and 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 stop stop living.
1: Speak on that.
4: Because I mean, it's kind of like um,
1: deception. I would think
4: it is, it is deception. But the bottom line is, y- you've got to figure out where that's coming from and how to work through that, because there's really issues at the core of of those things. Okay, and some of them are abandonment. Some of them are, are trust issues. Some of them are daddy issues, um, you know, and and you know she knew enough to to play the game to get you, and then she figured she got you now. Now this is the new this is the new deal, you know. You married and you can't leave.
0: Well, let me ask you this: Wouldn't you see some kind of red flags because they can't hold that stuff in for like a year or two?
4: That's exactly. I mean, they, that's, you didn't do enough research. Yep. So but you do need you to find out, you know, what what's your what you know, what's your family life work? You know, where's your mom and daddy? What kind of relationship you got? What you know, what's your understanding of this and that? So you know, so many times we see that fire buttons, nice knockers, man, and we just get crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, right. and we like, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. And we don't do the research, and that's the problem when we start crossing lines we shouldn't cross, because we don't do the research because there's always red flags. You can't be around somebody a, a couple of years and not see these things seep out. Right. So so
0: when you see those things uh, in, while you're in a relationship with the person, why do we just say, I can settle for that, and then we're going to go ahead and move forward? Because Because we don't cross
4: lines we shouldn't have crossed. Okay? When you start seeing her talk about, you know, her married, you know, girlfriends and how how these guys shouldn't be doing this and blah, 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 blah. In the back of your mind, you should be saying, what's wrong with him doing that? In other Mm. words, you expect when I get married, I'm going to be like a certain way. Well, it's okay when you're dating, but when you're married, you can't be doing stuff like that. Oh, I can't? No, you can't. Oh. Just start talking about her friends and what what's going on and how this guy is treating her and she he shouldn't be doing. You'll hear those things, and if you're not crossing lines you shouldn't cross, you're listening with ears to say this isn't the one for me. Hmm. But isn't e-
1: isn't it kind of easy for us to get played though? I mean, if you really stop and think about it, because she may ask, "Well, what do you like?" I mean, during the court stage, you always ask, "Well, what do you like? What do you like to do?" Hey, I like to do that, too. What else do you like to do? Hey, I like to do that, too. What do you like to eat? Hey, I like to eat there, too. You know what I'm saying? Where do you like to vacation? Guess what? I really want to go there. So all these things, we tell them exactly everything that we want them to know, and then they act on it. But it doesn't necessarily, and some women do it harmlessly. They're like, well, you know, I just want to please you. I definitely don't really like these things but I wanted to please you, so I did it anyway. And you're going to be like, hey, that was great. But at the end of the day, those things stop.
3: Go ahead. go ahead. But that was love. You know, and it's, you know, what you're saying is that to some degree, if before she was doing things to please you, which she didn't really like to do, but now she has stopped, then to some level, to some degree, she's fallen out of love.
1: No. I disagree.
3: No? Okay. No. No.
1: No. Disagree. Because she was doing these things to achieve a goal. Think about that. Now, Once she's achieved that goal, and and men are guilty of it too, so I'm not just putting it on women. But once now she's achieved that goal, she no longer has to do these things.
4: Yeah, but Tony, the men's goal and the women's goal are very different. Yeah, the man's goal is getting the panties. Yeah, and keep tapping it. The women's goal is to get married. Very few men's so, goals are to get married.
3: So, so are you saying, Andrew, that sex makes a man say "I love you"? Good sex.
2: Oh, absolutely. At first, <laughs> yeah. he said at first. Absolutely. <laughs> now you ain't no panties. <laughs> you
4: played the game, didn't you, Rodney? Uh, Tony, Tony, you played the game.
1: I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't.
4: I wish Tony, I didn't. we know, right?
1: Yeah, but I I wish I didn't. Hey, there's magic words,
4: man. There's magic words. See, Rodney, Rodney <laughs> you know, he's, he's he's the example we need to shoot at. But me and Tony, we are <laughs> <run> going out <laughs>
2: <laughs> but when
6: does when does that feeling transfer into the real? I guess what we describe as the real definition of love. I think it goes
2: I back. To,
6: I think it goes back to what we were
5: talking previously. I mean, about an hour ago. Um, basically, it's when those crises come up, when those those really troubled times come up. That's when it, it kind of the love kind of morphs into something that's. Totally different than what it was when you first met. It, it's going through those those tribulations, going through those tough times, and it, it really kind of it, it it creates this connection that you really can't describe between the two the the, the husband and wife. Um, I think that's to me that's when the love really kind of
4: kind of um, becomes something different than I want sex. Well, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Uh, it didn't change for me until I got saved. Okay, because cause sex was love. Mm. I mean, that was the ultimate in a relationship to me was to have sex. I mean, that was what the goal was. That's what it was striving toward. And 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 if you have it long enough to hem you in, you got to marry him. Hmm. I don't know
1: though. I don't know, Andrew. And I hate to disagree I'm just with this you my point. Experience. Huh? I got you. I got you. But I honestly believe that you didn't get married initially because of sex. Because you was already getting
4: it. No, 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 no. I said they hem you in. How? <laughs> I'm already getting it. How you going to hem me in? I'm already getting get it. Because they put the guilt trip on
1: you. I'm
0: with you, Andrew. I'm with you, Andrew. You, you absolutely right, bro. I got you. Okay,
4: okay. you hit me, you hit me, you hit me. And then they start this, you know, we're not even married.
0: And you're supposed to be a Christian. Yeah, you yeah, I got you. <laughs> they have you mm-hmm.
4: in, man. Yeah. No,
6: but you got to have more. You can cuz you can go there's a million fish in the sea. So it ain't it can't just it may Thank appear you, to awesome. be sex, but it got to be more than sex. It
0: All right, here's what you do. You
4: start banging it, right? Okay, after a while, it's like, "Hey, you know, we could share expenses. You could move in."
0: Okay? okay hold, hold on. Good Andrew, deal. Andrew, Andrew, let me help you out. Let me help you out, Andrew. Malcolm, can I put you on front street?
6: Yeah, go ahead. You sure? <laughs> I guess so Go ahead man
2: <laughs> Remember when? <what? laughs>
6: you remember
0: how you felt About your wife Before you got married
6: Um, nah, nah. Is, she is she listening I want to caveat that With You know I got saved In between the time That I got yeah, married I mean, okay, After I okay. got saved So I, go I, ahead
0: Yeah you got saved Yeah you did get saved But and? you remember You remember how you felt Before you Is she listening
6: No she's not down here
1: Okay um, let me make sure
6: she ain't
0: on, on Not like
1: she phone. can't listen tomorrow, man, or the
2: next okay, day. Or I, the next okay, okay, you know, you know, she got to, do some digging for this one.
0: But the point I'm trying to make is, me and you, me, did me and you not get on the phone every day and talk, to, talk bad about her?
6: Talk bad about her before I got yeah. married?
0: Yeah, before you got married, how she was making you mad and all that other stuff?
6: Yeah,
0: how she got on your nerve, right? Right. How you put her out and all that other stuff, right? Yeah. And then you said I'm done with this chick. And then I was I was I was riding or dying with y'all. like, yeah, man, forget that girl, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got saved. say. Then you, a few weeks later, you said, "Man, I guess without sex, you can't have sex when you say without your wife." So then you that, says, "No,
6: it didn't have nothing to do with sex at all."
0: Okay, well, listen, this is what I heard. This is what it sounded like to me. I'm not saying it, it did or didn't, but you came out one day we was talking. We forgot all about your wife, and we was like, okay, forget about that girl, man. She, she history. She gone. She done. And then one day you came out and just said, I need to get married, man. I said, what? What did this come from? I just need to get married. And I said, okay, well, you know, you got to find a woman first. Say, okay. <laughs> the next week, you said, man. get I said, you know, and I'm, I'm starting our conversations out with. You know, man, how about that crazy chick again? He said, yeah, man, I'm going to marry her next week. It,
6: that, and that, that's how you remember it. It wasn't really, it wasn't really like that.
0: Okay, but um, look at, look at know, the order I'm hearing. It was, okay, I, I I was, got it. I'm completely... going to let you explain in a second. But look at the order that I'm hearing it in. I'm done with her. I'm saved. Good, I stopped good. having sex. I need to get married. Hey, I'm going to marry shorty. Mm-hmm. That sounds like, well, dang, I mean, I mean better, to, better to get married than to burn. So I guess that's you. And, and I was speechless. I couldn't say anything. But I, was, the thing well, I was, thought you hated her last week. Me and you was both hating her.
6: No, <laughs> you, you got to understand how I looked at our, our previous the relationship before I got married and the relationship after I got saved. The, okay. the way I looked at it before, I never wanted to be in a relationship and found myself in one, and I didn't want to be in one. And she's a good person and all that other stuff. So she's in a relationship with somebody she likes that don't want to be in a relationship. So she's clinging tighter and getting upset and then giving me hell because I don't want to be in a relationship. But we live in the same house and she, you know, her son's in the house with us. So she's frustrated with me because basically I don't want to marry her is what it amounts to. And so she was acting out like that. So in my mind, but she's always been a good person. And I love her for her son, and I brought, you know, all that other stuff. So after I got saved, and I wasn't drinking no more, and I wasn't chasing women no more, and all that other stuff, that's when I decided if I went back with her as a saved person, it would be a lot different. That's why I but, looked at it that way.
0: But the point I'm making to you is when your man got hard, you was like, now you're considering marriage. That's, in my even mind. Even if
6: it looked like it like that to you, that's what not what it was.
0: So why so so you got married to her because she had the, she she was the one that deserved an opportunity to be wife. No, I got
6: married um I got married to her um because I had established so much with her already before I had gotten saved. I trusted her um and we had just a lot of things
2: okay. a, a lot
6: of history together. Yeah, gotcha. so the thing that I knew was going to happen was I wasn't going to be dating like I was before, just trying to hit. I was going to be dating, trying to marry somebody. And if anybody deserved that, it was the one I'm married to now.
0: Okay, gotcha. Okay, because the way,
6: again, the way just the way our
0: conversation was, it was like chronological. You know, two weeks without sex equated to.
6: No, I didn't. I didn't get married to her. It wasn't two weeks without. It wasn't two weeks. Well, sex made it like that. It, was, it, it wasn't that. I got to say, you know, at the end of 2009, and we had gotten married like four months later.
0: Right, but I was equating it to, okay, no sex for a little while. Then you, you really start to open up and your mind start to open up to be like, man, nah, if nah, I, it was, I'm going it was, to do this.
6: It was that at this point, I am looking for a wife. So it, somebody, she, like I said, she's the one who's mm-hmm. been with me through so much. Gotcha. I, mm-hmm. It just wouldn't have felt right for me to
2: to give. To marry get
6: somebody else, yeah. Right.
2: It, it okay. just, I got if anything,
6: I was going to go marry her. And that's, what, Dan, that's Dan, what it is. I got a buddy did. of
2: mine
4: that, that went right into that same situation you're talking about. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He, he met the chick in the club, you know, got his freak on, you know, hitting it. She moves in with him. And, and she's living there for a year, and then she says to him one day, you know what, um, I'm a Christian, and Jesus says I can't sleep with you if I'm not married to you. Now, they ain't in the same bed. But that wasn't the case with
6: me. She had already I don't moved talking out, about I you. Was... I'm
4: talking about the situation oh. that he's talking about, okay? Okay. okay and, and he married her because he wanted to get the nookie. Okay.
2: Okay. okay.
4: And, and after a month of her, you know, laying in bed saying you can't hit it, he said, Well, I got to marry her because she ain't giving it up no more.
2: Gotcha.
1: Yeah, that's 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 crazy. Hey, I, I gotta ask you a question, Malcolm, um and only because we're actually talking about this and those of you just got on the call, um, the topic is what me- what makes a man say I love you. Now listening to that whole scenario that you and Darren was going back and forth about the origin of your marriage. What was the one thing that made you say to her I love you. When did that happen? It,
6: that, that's a hard thing for me to say. And the reason being is because on the call earlier, we've established that love is not a feeling, but more an action. You you sure. operate and act like you're in love, even when you're not. Basically, I think that's what they're defining as love.
2: Sure,
6: sure. Um, for me, I don't... It makes sense, but I don't quite agree with it. I think, with to me, that's just commitment. For me, love is a feeling. And I think, well, rather, being in love is a feeling. And I think you have to be getting along with your spouse you and all that other stuff to be in love. Now, I love her, and I'm committed to her. I'm committed to thick and thin, but love... You can fall out of being in love and back to falling in in love, even though you are committed to them. So to me, it has to do with getting along with my spouse. Now, just because I don't say that doesn't mean that I'm not committed to her, and it doesn't mean that I don't care about her. But I don't classify that as um, what the average person would think of as love.
1: Okay. Okay. So hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So you are the. You're not the. I love you type. You're the. Let me show you love type.
2: That
6: that's true. But that's not exactly what I was saying. Even though that's true, I, I just feel like. I feel like when you're, the feeling of in love. Is is what I, identify as being in love.
1: I got you. I got the since you. Wait, since you've been hold loving on. Him. Hold on. Hold on. The question that I asked is, when did you say, I love you, to her? And you haven't, you danced around that one a little bit. So, and that's why I got that from, did you, did, did you say it? Have you, I mean, when did yeah, you yeah, say it? Was, of course, I say,
6: oh, I say okay, it all okay, the time okay. because I do love her.
2: Okay, good but, good, good, good,
6: good. but the thing is, is that sometimes I'm not feeling her. But I'm not going to go cheat on her. I'm not going to go outside of our marriage. I care about her. I love her. But I just don't feel like I'm in love with her when we're just when we're not getting along. And when I say when we're not getting along, it may be from a selfish perspective cuz there's things that I we might be beefing about, but I'm I'm like why are we why are we butting heads about this?
4: That that's my point. Is what I'm saying is there's times that she's not lovable. And if right. if your love is just based on a feeling, and and you don't feel like loving her, then you have a problem. See, love has to be deeper than just the feeling of in love. Well, what if you're committed? That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay? All right, love isn't just when you feel like loving someone, that you've made a commitment and a covenant that I'm going to love you even if you are a bonehead.
6: Well, if somebody was to ask 100 people, what is the definition of love? And they were on live T V, it would be all kind, good, wonderful words. It wouldn't be holding her hand when I can't stand her and it wouldn't be it wouldn't it wouldn't be words that describe not feeling good.
4: Well I'm gonna tell you what, I uh in my profession I get to work with with senior citizens uh most of the time and I will tell you the that- if you were to ask people that have been married 40, 50, 60 years, it's a whole different type of love. It is that we have been through things, and it doesn't matter. We're gonna, we've stood behind, beside each other all the way through. Even when, when things were bad, we still stuck in there. Love changes as you mature, and mature love is very different than young love. Young love a lot of times is about a feeling, but to develop a true deep love that's going to be a a commitment and a covenant is much more than the way you feel, because you may go through a long period that that person isn't lovable, but you've made a covenant that you're not going to leave.
6: But what you just said to me perfectly describes commitment.
4: Okay, and that's what love is. Love is a covenant, a commitment that it doesn't matter how she's making you feel at the moment, in the week, in the month, in the year, that you're going to love her anyway. And I have a feeling it's about an action. Can
3: I bring it down? Let me me throw something in here. Let me throw something in here real quick. Um, You know, with regard to what Andrew is talking about, deep love, you know, my question is should one have to ask? Whether you know should should want, should should the question be asked? Because can't you almost see from the outside looking in um, whether they're in love? Because I'm, I'm sure, Andrew, you can sort of look at them and how they interact. You know, in the limited time that they're in your space. Um, no, no, you no. Know?
1: People, people, people. No, 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 man. You, 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 you. I mean, come on, Rodney. You know the deal, man people look real good in public, real good in public sleeping in separate bedrooms in the house. You know that.
3: Mm. that I I don't know. I mean, I don't know when it comes to the deep love. I mean, you could, you can also tell when people are faking it and sleeping in separate bedrooms, like, like, you know, let me me tell you,
4: Ryan, let me tell you a quick story. I got a patient. He's 96 and she was 94. And, and I, I actually wanted to get them to come and speak to the marriage ministry. Um, uh, at one of our our seminars, uh, but she just physically Mm -hmm. wasn't up to it. And I saw a love that was so unreal and unbelievable. I mean, she's on a walker, he's on a cane. He's opening the door and just, I mean, you could see the love between the two of them. And I would talk to him and I'd say, you know, what's the secret? And and you know what he said? He was a lawyer by trade, and he said, you know, I did all I, all that I had to do, and, and this and that, and no matter what, she was there for me. Okay, so I'm here for her when she needs me, and it was a love that was so deep. Obviously, it wasn't a sexual thing. It was, it was. You could just feel the love between these two, and it was amazing, just amazing to see. I'm gonna tell you what. You know, we see couples. It's funny because Glenn, Glenn will say, "Look at the body language between the, that couple at church."
2: <laughs> let's go, let's just to talk
4: to them. Can see it. And feel it. Okay? We can see how people are. You can try to fake it, but you can pick up body language with people.
2: Mm. Mm. Mm.
4: Most of the I, time when we go up and speak to somebody or I send somebody a text message, it's because we're picking up on those vibes. Mm.
1: That's good. That's good.
4: Uh, I hey, will real tell real you. Real quick. I'm, go ahead, Tony. Go ahead and say what you're going to
6: say.
1: I'm going to tell you, I I don't have an answer for it, okay? The whole love thing, because it's still crazy because there's so many different elements to it. But when it comes to, and, and Malcolm, I agree with you on a lot of the things that you said, just so you know. And I've been married going on seven, eight years with my wife. We've been together for a long time. She knows how to drive me absolutely crazy. She's <laughs> ma- she has mastered nobody can drive me crazier than this woman. There are some times where I don't even want to speak to her to speak <laughs> right, right when she is not around and I don't know if she can hear me hopefully she can't. But when she is not around on some days I'm like, I am so glad. She is not around because she drives me crazy because she can do it, but that's love, and I'm gonna explain it to you in a minute so um um there are times when I really don't want to be in a marriage that's how I feel that's how mad I get that certain things that happen I'm like I wish I wasn't in a marriage, I wish I was a single guy again. I go through these stages right where I don't want to talk to her, I'm gonna go out, and I may go ha dinner by myself or whatever because that's what I do sometimes because I'm just pissed. She would can call me up through those crazy times. Crazy times. She can walk in and be like, Hey, let's go to a movie. And at that particular time, all those crazy bad feelings that I'm feeling go completely out the window.
4: Now Tony, like, I can't believe I on, can't believe finish. that your beautiful wife will be capable of doing that. You
1: gotta let me finish. You gotta let me finish. <laughs> so at that time all those feelings go out of the window and I will say Okay, let me get my coat. You see what I'm saying? So for me, love means for me is I no longer have a choice. I don't have a choice anymore. You know what I'm saying? When she says, "Hey, let's go hang out," or "Let's give me a hug or whatever it is," I'm in. You know, as mad as I am, as mad as she's not lovable or I'm not lovable, we're not getting along, you know what I'm saying? But I live for that time when it's time to say okay, but I still want to spend time with you, and I still want to be around you, and you're still my favorite person to hang out with. You see right. what I'm saying?
6: I agree with that definition. That does sound like love to me. Yeah. But I don't have a
1: choice. I don't right. have a choice to say, I don't have a choice to say, well, you know what? You're not lovable today, so I don't want to talk to you. Even though I may not want to talk to you, but I'm going
2: to still talk
6: to you. But, but more, even more clearly... You sure. accept that you don't have a choice. Exactly. Thank okay, you. now, Thank you for that up. It, is there a difference from loving somebody and being in love with them? A lot of people can describe that difference, especially people that are just dating. Is that real in
4: marriage? I think being saying, in love is that feeling. Okay, loving someone is a decision, but being in love is that feeling that that warmies, that oh, I can't wait to see them. Yeah, um,
1: there is a difference. There is a there is a difference. Uh, loving someone is saying I love you, but I'm gonna be out of town in Jamaica uh, for three weeks, <laughs> and I'll be back later, and I'm gonna go to the jump <laughs> off, and you won't know about it till I get back. Being in love is <laughs> hedonism. Someone, hedonism. Being in love with someone is never doing that type of activity. Never. That's the difference. The difference is loyalty, the difference is the respect, and the difference is the 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 forgiveness piece that y'all talked about earlier, at its highest level when you're in love with someone. There's no there's no limit to it. Just loving somebody, you can do anything. There's no rules, there's no there's no guidelines to it. You well I'm gonna tell you, my wife
4: would push you. those buttons with me, Tony. And I'm not like you, all right? When I'm pissed like that, I'm pissed. Yeah. Um, but when she says to me, I'm sorry, would you please forgive me? I have to forgive her. Why? Um, it's just I reflect on what Christ did for me.
1: No, no, no. Listen.
4: Why? Yes, I understand
1: that. But do you forgive her right then and there when she comes to say, no, I'm sorry? No, I,
4: I need, I, we got to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. That was crazy because my wife, if I ask her to forgive me, it doesn't matter. Okay, I'll forgive you. But when, when I'm when I'm in that place, we got to talk about this. Let me tell you what you did. Let me tell you why you hurt me. Yeah. Let me tell you why I'm yeah. so damn mad. Hey, can I, I can't something? just go out. If she said, let's go to the movies, I'm like, okay, put my coat on. I can't do that.
2: Let, let me tell yeah. you something, Andrew.
4: Yeah.
0: Let me tell you something. When my wife do stuff to piss me off, it's to the point now where she can't piss me off. And when if she call me a name or she says something or she does something, I am, and and not to brag on myself, but I have conditioned myself and when we talked about earlier unconditional love, I believe I love her unconditionally because she can't do nothing to make me mad. And if she come to make me mad and say, "Do you forgive me?" I like, yeah, I can, I can honestly say that with all the heart because I know that she doesn't mean what she's saying. And even if she do mean what she's saying at the time, it doesn't bother me because it ain't. It, and, and I ain't gonna say it ain't got nothing to do with Christ. But I know that he, I know what he's done for me. I got all the stuff that you're saying. But when you're so conditioned that no matter what she does, that you're gonna love her unconditionally, then nothing bothers you. So I don't care what. the level they. I have
4: to get to. I ain't got there yet. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Darren,
0: yeah. Darren, 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 you ain't gonna
4: say. Say what now, Darren, yeah.
1: Darren? You ain't gonna say nothing bothers you. You can't say that, dude.
0: No my i telling you so far so far every every uh, it it does not bother me now it 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 if even if it bothers me, she won't know she would not know that I would not have a discussion with her about something that bothers me after she you know if if I know that she really didn't didn't mean it you know uh if i know that she 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 did something that she wasn't supposed to do or she she betrayed my trust in some kind of way. It does not bother me because I chalk it up to her being a woman. I chalk to her chalk it up to her being like you know. And it bo- it used to stuff stuff used to bother me, but long it long as I we have an establishment after you know where you know this pisses me off. Please don't do it. One thing that upsets me the most is when she tells me the kids did something. You need to talk to the kids because she just made me mad and she did this that and the third. I said, okay, I'll go talk to her. I in the I'm in the middle of having a conversation with our kids, and she jumps in, and that that's very frustrating. And she's been doing this ever since we was married. That pisses me off to no end. But I tell her, look, don't do that. Please, don't do that. But if she can, as she's continue to do that, I don't get no matter. I just say, look, I thought I told I thought we talked about you doing this, and she always say the same answer. Well, I'm sorry, I just had to say. Well, no, you could have said that before you told me to talk to him. Now, if you're gonna tell me to talk to him, then you don't talk. You know, if you want to talk to him, then I ain't gonna to talk to him. But if you need me to, then you know you're turned off. So if you don't want me to do that, if you don't, if you want me to trust that you will communicate or not communicate with them while I'm talking to them, then I'll just talk to him with, without you around. But don't sit up here and tell me it's my turn to talk to him if you're gonna do all the talking. But it doesn't make me to the point mad to the point where I'm just gonna be fussing and and carrying on and don't want to be around her and, you know, all these other things. I I always want to be around her.
4: So, so Darren, you never get to the point that you just need some time just for yourself? No. Nah, I mean, I, I'm loving
0: the fact that she's working because I get a chance to miss her. But, you know, if that wasn't available, then I'll be straight with that, too.
4: See, now now, there's times that I just need to be by myself. Cause, Cause, if we're together, I'm gonna do something that ain't right. I'm gonna say something that's not right. There's times wow. that that have to happen for me.
0: Well, come on and come on over to
4: my house and lose in some pool. You do whatever you want to, but I, it ain't never a time like that. <laughs> I mean, <he's laughs> I mean you know what... that, that I know that if I speak, that I'm gonna say things that I shouldn't say, and I gotta cool down.
6: Hey, hey Andrew, you have—is it hard for you to ignore your wife?
4: I don't ignore her. I just say I just need some time.
6: No, what I'm saying is, is it hard for you to ignore her so you don't, say, get kind of where your blood pressure is up and you're feeling, like, if you can just ignore her, she probably won't get under your skin in whatever way she's getting under your skin. So my question is, is it hard for you to ignore her in that way?
2: There are certain
4: things my wife can do that that just still drives me nuts. Okay? You know, and, and she knows it. (laughs) <laughs> and it still drives me nuts. Okay, you know, um, is, you know, and, and most of it has to do with, you know, her not picking up that damn cell phone.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> hey, we're still talking about this two years later, right? <laughs> right. We you know. But I mean, there's you know, certain you know. things
4: that she can do that still bother me that I just, I just gotta. You know, and and I just like you know, okay, that's her. You know what I mean? But it still bothers me, and I just, I guess it's just a point I got to deal with.
2: Yeah,
1: but that's the point that I'm making. See, right there, Andrew, is the point that I'm trying to make. Do you love her enough to get past that? Of course. And never and never bring it up ever again. Even if you call her every day, and she never picks that phone up, you never. No, bring it up man, again. we gotta you know, have
3: a conversation. Pick up the damn phone. <laughs> yeah, but let I me mean, let me let me go at it a different approach. Um, you know, just just. I have not got to that point. That's why you got to
4: pray for me, man, because I have not got to that point.
3: Yeah, let me let me let me take a different approach on that, and just staying on the topic of love. You know, what about if she loved you enough to call you? And, you know, before you picked up the phone and called and it went to the voicemail or is vibrating in the bottom of a purse or whatever, you know, what if she took the different approach, say, you know, let me just call and, you know, just reach out. She calls me. But,
4: like, like tonight, she, she was out, um, you know, helping out a woman with just having some issues. Okay. All right. And and I thought, wow, man, she's been going a long time. Now, I called her, she answered the phone. You know, I'm cool with that. But if she didn't answer the phone,
3: you know, that would have bothered me. But you didn't hear what I said. In that same scenario, yeah, just imagine if you didn't have to make that call. If she took the onus on her and say, I know he's going to call eventually at some point, let me just go ahead that, and That call would be too. much
4: nicer. Like like right. you know, if you go out for lunch and it takes you three and a half hours and you know, hey, he's waiting at home, if you so uh, you know what I know, I've spent I've been out here a long time, let me call him just let him, let him know everything's cool. That would be so much nicer. But that doesn't happen.
2: Right. <laughs> it doesn't happen
1: with me either, brother. You ain't alone.
2: It don't happen. <laughs> <either>. <laughs> it <doesn't> happen. <laughs> no. Well, don't to no. <laughs>
6: The one thing about in my marriage, um, as I'm going through it, I've only been married. Um, I've been married over four years now, even though we've been dating almost ten years. Um, one of the uh, things that I've tried to learn how to do to to not let to not allow her to annoy me um, is because the things that I've told her that annoys me, obviously she ain't gonna stop doing that. I've come to that conclusion. So I was thinking if I could just ignore it. Then, but, but but my problem is, and this is the magic in which I think Darren may have mastered, is I can't ignore you and still respect you. You know what I mean? I mm. just can't sit there and ignore you and still have respect for you. I that's to me that's the magic in having. If you and your wife just don't get along naturally all the time, if you got, if you got if there's things that that she does it just bothers you and probably vice versa, um, then you need to learn how to ignore it to get along. But I, I just need to learn how to ignore her and still respect her. That's but, the hard but, part but, for but, me.
1: But, but has she done, see, respect is a big word, and the reason why I say that is because has she done anything to disrespect herself? Has she done anything that's worthy of you losing respect for her?
6: No, no, she hasn't done anything worthy of me losing respect for her, but literally just not listening to what she's saying is what I mean by, you know. Oh, not I, got you, I, got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. I got you now. I
6: got you now. Not just, <laughs> not, no, not, 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 no I, not what you I were saying Yeah, just what I explained, yeah. yeah, yeah now,
0: yeah, see, yeah, for yeah, me,
4: yeah. it's like this. If you know that something bothers me, why do you keep doing it?
0: That's love. That's love.
4: <laughs> That's because
2: mm, you know. know you ain't going nowhere.
4: That's love. Mm. She because, can, because you she know, can, know, if I know something's bothering you and and you tell me it bothers you, I'm going to work on stop doing it because I know it bothers you.
2: Oh, now, that's okay, so, right Dan, right
1: there. I mean, uh, but hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to help you, Andrew. Well, I might not help you. I want to help you, but I might not. I'm going to help her. So when you say to her, I need you to answer the phone when I'm calling you. That shows me that you respect me and that shows me that you love me. And these are the things I need you to do. And when she says to you, okay, I hear you, but when I can't answer my phone and when I don't answer my phone, when you call me a hundred times till I answer my phone, that bothers me and shows me that you don't love me. So what happens then?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pick up the
4: damn phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> because <laughs> i because i
1: used to do that i would call she wouldn't pick up the phone i'd hang up call right back maybe she didn't hear the phone i need to talk to you now why you not answering the phone i didn't know that the phone was knee deep in her pocketbook and she it's on the other side <laughs> of the car floor somewhere <laughs> she can't hear it i didn't know that i'm like I, i'm thinking you're supposed to have a phone in your hand looking at it every five
4: minutes waiting for me to call she can pick it up why don't you just send out the rules, Tony? That's what this, we need to do.
2: <laughs>
4: well, why don't you just, I
0: mean, and, and, and well, I, I bought my wife a car, so every time her phone rings, her whole it will stop her gospel music, it will stop everything. <laughs> oh, man.
4: She's gotten a lot better with it. She really has.
1: But we got to be careful that that those type of issues aren't underlying trust issues. They could be perceived as underlying trust issues with them. You know what I mean? And it's easy for people that have been in, in relationships prior to ours, you know, that have had trust issues
2: right. with, with,
1: with the previous spouse. So when we're making these demands, they may not tell you, you know, well, I mean, what, you don't trust me? Because... If I say to her, "Well, why didn't you pick up your phone when I called you? Where was you at that you couldn't pick your phone up?" that's like an accusation question.
2: You know what? Tony?
1: Even though it, it may, even though it may not have been, maybe I just want to talk to you, but to them it can be perceived as an accusation like, well, "You don't trust me? Now you're clocking my minutes?" You
0: know mm-hmm. what? Uh, you know what? You know what my ex told me and then after she told me this, I asked my current wife and she told me the same thing. And she told me, she said, uh, she said, when I told you, when you kept trying to chase me and you kept trying to ask me to come back home and stay home, and I was just trying to give you a little bit of what I felt. But then after a while, it felt good, and I kept wanting you to chase me. I kept wanting you to call me. I kept wanting you to know where I'm going, and it felt good to me. So even though I wasn't doing anything, I wanted you to think that I was. So I went and asked my wife. Uh, current wife, I said, well, do you continue to do this because you want me to say something to you? She said, yes, it feels good to know that I touched it, your insides like that, because what? if you didn't hear it, you wouldn't say anything. She said, but that's something that a woman would never tell a man or admit to him. Come she on. She just admitted Come it to on. you.
2: Come on. Said, that makes a
0: lot of it that's what no. she, that's, she said every she said you can ask any woman this these are the things like men don't tell their wives or that you know, they don't tell people every day that hey I only married her for the sex at first and then I fell in love with her. Men it's certain things that men just don't come out and say about their wives. And it's certain things that women on the contrary, they the same way. They they won't say they won't admit something out loud to their husbands. And and I believe that your wife continuously don't do certain things because she wants you to acknowledge that she doesn't do it, and she wants mm. you to say, "Hey, I'm not uh, baby. Why are you making me mad? You're making me mad when you don't do this thing. You're making me mad when you're... I know uh, Malcolm's wife. She clicks and pops, and she snaps, and and she sings to him, and she 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 does it on purpose. She know he hates it, but she keeps doing it." And then when you ask her why she keeps doing it, she don't have an answer for it. She's like, uh, whatever. But if you ask her if another girlfriend of her ask her, why do you keep clicking and popping and singing to your husband and sing Adam? You know what I'm talking about, Malcolm?
6: Yeah, when she Yeah, I know what you're talking about, exactly.
0: And and it gets on his nerves and she knows it gets on his nerves. And she keeps doing it because she she believes that I love when my I I love when I can get into my husband like that. I love that the fact that I can get that close to him. I am love that I'm the only one that can touch him like that.
2: Even if it's negative. They are
3: strong. I think it goes back ashamed. to the old adage. You know, I think that little piece there goes back to the old adage. Um, you know, there's a thin line between love and hate. And, you know, not, you know, those emotions, you know, when that, uh, annoyance comes, you know, it's, it's that other side of, you know, uh, love. You know, yeah. I think,
4: I think yeah. it's just that women are a lot deeper than we are. We
2: hey, hey,
6: well, how about this? How about this? What if a woman, basically the, 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 the definition that I'm going to say Andrew has had for love, what if a woman really knows that and she's just testing your love? I mm, think yeah, I yeah. her,
0: but what does a woman say when you ask her that? She said, I love to annoy him. I love when I get him annoyed. I've heard that so many times, and it just mm-hmm. drives them, it just lights them up when they can annoy their husband.
4: Well, well, I well, mean. Well, she might uh, wouldn't say annoy. She said, I just like to mess with him. Okay, well, well, same thing. They have
1: the power to do it. See, that's the thing.
4: When you I give think them women are power a lot than we are. They are, they are, they are. I think they think a lot more about stuff than we do.
6: But at the same wanna... time, where is the beauty or, I, w- I want to use the word power, in annoying your husband? Where's the where's the beauty in that? What type of payoff do you get from that?
0: Just knowing that she can do it and knowing that if knowing you care, she... you'll say something. If you don't care, she got a problem.
6: So
4: despite right. the you know, there's, there's fact that you're
6: that a roof that, over their head, despite the fact that you're committed to them, that ain't good enough?
4: No, nope. but you know, there's some women that, that, that if they ain't, they ain't getting beaten on, they're not loved. Yep. I mean, that's love to them. It just depends on, you know, the attention that they're being paid that tells them they love. Just some of them are twisted like that.
7: But what about oh, these boy. women
6: who are Christians, though?
4: That don't matter. they still a woman. That don't matter.
6: So,
1: they were a woman way before they
4: were a Christian
1: So were we Can I Um,
2: yeah.
1: I want to change directions A little bit And I know the topic is What makes men say I love you But I want to change it For just a little bit Now we had a conference last year um, On the waterfront And a brother said out loud Sex to a man Is like food I don't know if you guys remember that. He mm-hmm. said, "Sex to mm-hmm. a man is like food and nourishment. We need it." Um, are we capable of feeling love when we're deprived of sex? Nope. <laughs> yes. 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 Wait a minute! Wait! Wait! Okay. Wait! Hold on a second. Hold, hold on! You know what? You know what? I'm gonna take the word "capable" out. Do we feel loved mm-hmm. when we're pride, deprived of sex? Nope.
3: No.
4: Anybody else? I you think say that you say validate the man. Say that with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. You
3: know, but when you say capable, I say yes because, you know, capable. going back yeah, I to... Know.
1: I know why you. did yeah. That's why I took it out immediately. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, I mean, just you know, perfect example. Going back to you know Dan's situation, you know his wife's situation, and you know he was being deprived of sex for a major medical reason. Sure. You know. Yeah. No, well, I
0: didn't. I didn't. I didn't know how I was going to handle it because of that major medical reason. She didn't deprive me because it wasn't nothing wrong
1: downstairs. It was just all up top. Yeah, he wasn't deprived at that time. I mean, that's that's something. I'm talking deprived. Yeah.
4: No, I mean, no, yeah, you can't yeah. have no. Yeah, when she cuts that. you off and says you ain't getting any, that's a whole different ballgame. That's her being what I'm sick. talking about.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Not being sick, she ain't had no control over that.
2: That's when let, you gotta throw life, that.
1: That's when you gotta what? That's when you gotta
0: throw your Christianity at her and let her know, hey, your body's not yours and mine ain't mine, mm-hmm. so give me what's mine. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so I mean. If we were to talk about this like like we're talking about this and a woman female would be listening to us talk about this, what message would we want her to take back in reference to how detrimental it is to deprive a man of sex, that it actually makes us to believe that you don't love me when you don't do that? Is that a true statement?
0: In their mind it's not. Absolutely their minds, a
1: true
4: statement
0: in their minds though you got to look at their mind frame in their mind it's just like oh that's just you said saying that cuz you want something that's in their minds but they don't really know how they they really don't know that we're saying that because we mean it they just think we're well, saying that, it cuz we want something
1: i got you but that's what i'm talking about right now if they would if someone was listening right now that does that what message would would we want them to take away from it
3: well I would say the message that I would say is that it's it's not one way. So, you know, in the example of sex that you know if the if the man is getting his need filled uh for sex, you know, that is one way. So I would say the message that we have to do to achieve as men is uh make it two way and for us for I mean, for them, it is uh, communication, talking, intimacy, which, you know, which hopefully will lead to the sex. So it's two ways. So we are communicating with them, uh, creating an, an, uh, a climate of intimacy and effective communication. And is your that wife in the room with
0: you, uh, uh, Rodney? No,
3: no, no. 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 What? Not Rodney,
0: at all. Is your wife in the room with you? Yeah, not at
1: I, all I'm not asking But you You, you, you textbooking me To death right now You text me <laughs> right. And I don't understand Why
2: I don't understand why.
1: you know That's why I, I had To put his call. wife In there with him Yeah, we, we ain't Talking about Communication We not talking about What what they want
4: This ain't about that It's about how We
1: feel as men When we're deprived Of sex How that makes us feel
4: It, it makes us feel Less than a man it. And if they keep doing it, it's going to destroy the marriage.
6: Well, okay, well, then why does a woman do that? Deprived of
3: them? Crazy as hell. No, because I just tried to give you all the answer. Y'all don't want to hear it.
0: So, no.
3: No. Well, that's well not no, book answer, answer Rodney. That, that's book that's
0: answer.
2: <laughs> answer. That's a book answer. That's book right. <laughs> and the reason that I, the reason that I
6: ask it like that is because I, I believe that if a woman, if you were to ask a woman that, if you were to try to make that statement to a woman, she wouldn't answer the question and say, "Oh, okay." She'll say, "Well, when you guys do this," and try to point out why women don't want to, you know, why a woman deprives you of sex.
0: I, I yeah. believe it's up to individual women. I believe because, um, cause I, I, I communicate with my wife. I try to. And let her know, you know, hey, this this ain't happening as often as I would like it to happen, you know, and and then hoping that she would say that's because, you know, give me one of those answers so I can attempt to fix it or attempt to communicate with her about what she just said.
6: But Darren, you know what though, and tell me if you believe this to be true, Um, your situation is a little different because your wife doesn't have she she didn't work for pretty much our entire marriage. So now that that she's working, do you think that is going to change up, like just her being available to
0: you? Oh no, no, that ain't going to change up because I remind her, okay, baby, you know I work at night, and here it is Monday morning, and I'm not going to really see or spend time with you until Wednesday. She said, "All right, let's get it," and and you know, like 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 that, it's like, hey, I got what you're saying, but it was it was because of a previous you know previous conversations that we got on the same point of understanding that. You know, if I I'm not going to be talking for for selfish reasons, even though it will seem like that. I'm not going to be saying things just so I can get this or get it my way. I'm saying it for health reasons, for spiritual reasons, for my benefit and your benefit, and for the benefit of the sake of the marriage. So I'm not going to be doing saying things just to uh, just to be trying to be selfish and and getting it. It's all about me, you know. And and if you you if you believe that then. You know, just you know, try to get on my page, and I'll try to get on yours, and we'll meet in the middle, and then we can go from there. But, um, but I will be having a conversation with you about certain things that I believe, or the certain ways that I feel. And she respects that because I come from that. I mean, I'm gonna be straight up with you, regardless of what you think. I'm gonna be straight up with you. And and now she came to a point where she appreciates that. And now I don't even have to do certain things that I used to have to do in order to. I mean, it ain't no sneaking around. ain't no, um, let me touch that spot right there. And then if she don't feel like it, she say, okay, I'll hook you up in the morning. Cool. I, I, uh, but in the morning, when the morning comes, there better not be no talking.
1: You know what? <laughs> you know what you sound like to me? You sound like a pimp. That's what you sound like to me. That's fine. But I'm married. You break, yeah, I got it. <laughs> you broke it down so eloquently like a pimp would break it down. You know what I mean? Like... Well, this is the way it's supposed to be. These are the rules of the game, and this is, how we, and this is the way the game is <laughs> supposed to be played. But at the end of the day, you just want some booty. And you're saying it. You're going around all this, you know, but it's good. I admire that because it works for you. But at the end of the day, all you want is some booty. Okay, you
0: can, I mean, and, 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 and if she said the same thing like she like she has on certain occasions, I'd say, yeah, I do. But what's wrong with that With me trying to get it from my wife? No, ain't nothing wrong
1: with it. And, no, no, wrong I, with it. This, just, no, no, this is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. This is what
0: I ask her. This is what I ask yeah. her. She, she have said that before too. I said, well, what's yeah. wrong with you shouldn't you should be you should be ecstatic that I'm coming to you. Yeah. You should be. I mean, what what husbands what 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 husbands that are not cheating or thinking about another woman have these conversations with his wife.
3: Yeah. Wait a I minute. I
0: and I describe it as healthy conversation.
3: Wait a minute, wait a minute You know, you made a good point there Darren, because You know, it's baffling To me that There are married women Tonight That will want their Husbands to desire them And I'll even Go out on a limb And say that In a lot of cases, their husbands are not even Cheating They're just disinterested for whatever reason, Um, you know, but there are women who, unfortunately, like you said, they don't have their husband chasing around them, you know, um, you know, trying to get some, and they are crying out, you know, just like, you know, a man would be if he was being deprived. You know, they're being deprived. And I, I just find it interesting that there are married women whose husbands won't even, you know, or just you know, when it comes to sex, they just not bringing it anymore, and they just you know, right. it's like, what can I do? You know, this is the guy I married, but he won't even give me in. Right. Right. Yeah, but 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 there's a flip
1: side to that, and thank you for taking up for the women tonight. You're doing it so 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 um, <laughs>
3: gracefully. Um, <laughs> I got I got one more point too. When uh, when you read about one more right. point for the women. Uh, uh, all right. All right. I,
2: I, I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it gets to
1: a point. It gets to a point with a man, right? We like to we we like to hunt. We're national hunters. We like to hunt. We like to chase. We like to conquer. We like to win. That's what we do. When you make the hunt no longer fun, and you make it too complicated, and that you put these rules in the game that shouldn't be in there, then we stop hunting, and we don't want to hunt no more. And you take the hunt away from us. A lot of us have been defeated when it comes to that with our wives. It's like, yeah, but there's all this drama that i got to go to just to get it, that I don't want to get it. And now when the women, they, they're not getting it anymore, and the man has lost interest, is because he lost interest in the hunt. It's no longer fun.
0: Okay, so you just confirmed my point, Tony, of what I said that my ex-wife told me. She said she liked the chase. She yes. wanted and desired that chase from me, and then when I didn't chase it no more, she thought she had a little bit more room left and I stopped running
4: after her.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See,
4: that's, that's, that's the thin line that they walk.
7: Yeah. Because yeah. if they
4: play the game too much, a guy here "The heck with it. I don't want it.
7: It ain't worth it. it. Right.
4: That's right. Mm-hmm. No, hey, what you got is the same as everybody else, and it ain't worth jumping through hoops. Yes, yeah. It's not. <laughs>
6: too
4: much drama. Too much drama. Today hey, is, Tony, to the
6: day hey, is just a wet hole. Yeah. Hey, can you clarify what um, making the hunt a little too complicated, like, what is you when, mean when exactly?
4: they start playing all those games uh, the honey he saying okay. no or
6: what what are you talking about
1: all right, well, all right, let me break it down to you for marriage, all right, so before marriage, before kids, before the big crazy schedules, you know we could look each other in the face, get that connection, and go hit it in the back of the car. You could probably go in the bathroom. You could go, you could talk about it, you know, you could, whatever. You had that connection, right? Then you slide into marriage. You two, two, three two, three times a week getting it in. You look at, again, you all on the same page, you're connected sexually. Then you get married, and it's like, okay, I got to go to sleep. Okay, I got to take care of these kids. Okay, I got to do this. You can get some, but before you get some... We got to make sure that the kitchen is clean. We got to make sure that the kids have done their homework. We got to make sure that the bills are paid. All these other things that kill the hunt. Now there's no longer a chase because now I've got all these obstacles now, which is kind of like killing my erection. I don't even have an erection no more. I'm like, man, I don't, after all that. I
6: don't even <laughs> hey, know it, it sounds to me like it doesn't sound like it's making the hunt a little harder. It sounds to me like jogging eight laps around a track without no obstacles in the way, or jogging eight laps around the track with a tricycle in the way and this and the like all kind of crap <laughs> in the track. That's it. You know, that ain't
1: <laughs> fun. You ain't fun. You be like, nah, man, I'm going to take my jogging suit off, I'm going to go watch TV or something. I'm going to do something else.
3: <laughs> just be sitting on the sideline.
1: Just be sitting on the sideline. That's why men have a remote in their hand and not their woman in their hand most of the time. It's like, well, the remote, I know what it's going to do. I'm going to press a button, it's going to change the channel. And nowadays, I'm going to press a button that's going to record and change the channel and record something else while I'm watching something else. You know what I'm saying? But, again, that's that's easier to deal with than, you know, trying to go through an obstacle course just to have sex with somebody that you're supposed to only have sex with.
3: Well, let me change the channel and drop a monkey wrench. And a monkey wrench is this. What makes a woman say I love you? Pay them bills.
2: Security. <laughs> Bring in the wood.
0: Say that again. Mm-hmm. You scream.
2: Bring in the wood.
0: <laughs> nah, to be to be real, I think what makes a woman uh, say she she loves a man is if that man doesn't do anything to her as bad as her past boyfriends or husbands have. For for instance, like if. If in their last relationship she just got she just got beat to a pulp. Her next relationship she's seeking a man who just don't beat her. But in that that next relationship he drinks. And then she's like, Hold okay, on. I'm done with that. I don't want I don't want a drinker or a beater. So the
3: next relationship you go to. Hold on, I, I, and I'm glad you said that. And I want to just tie in something on the back end of what you said. And I throw this out to the group. Do y'all feel? that a woman has to have a bad man or two to appreciate a good man? Do you think that statement is true or false, that a woman has to have a couple of bad guys to appreciate the good guy? Y'all think that's true or false?
1: Absolutely true. Some women. Some women. Some women women it don't matter. (laughs) Some women it just
0: (laughs) don't matter. I I believe believe to that woman she has to have – because that's how she's going to know what she wants. That's how she's going to know what she don't want, should I say. Because I believe that a woman needs to experience... My, my ex-wife and I were, you know, she was a virgin and she never experienced anything bad. So the first time she saw a porno flick, she started wondering, how does that feel? Oh, man, that's a white guy. How does that feel? And then all these things start getting planted in her head and she starts seeing different relationships Wow, how does that feel? So she got real curious, very curious and and then, once she stepped away from me or once she stepped away, you know i in know, often under my umbrella or my wing, she found out it wasn't as it wasn't as sunny on the other side of that fence and grassy either and then by the time she tried to come back, it was too late. But then my wife now had a conversation with her, and she said, "Thank you for building the man that I needed." Because mm-hmm. this kind of man you don't give up and she said, Yeah, I know that now. I wish I could have recorded mm-hmm. half their conversation. So they mm-hmm. did real
1: woman talk. I think that I think that some women can go from the bottom of the barrel, have the worst of the worst guys, get with a good guy, still not even know what a good guy looks like and still won't validate. Him. You think so? Have a good guy, have a good guy right in front of him and still not even know what she got.
0: Well, how old would she be?
1: It don't matter. They all do it. Not all of them, but a lot of women do it.
0: So you think? So
1: you think a woman? You think
0: a woman could could go through a whole lot of bad relationships and then run up on a decent guy, and still treat him bad? Like why you don't beat me? You're like that? Or
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You,
1: we'll, we'll see. We'll see. At a certain point, you got to think about it. A person has to look in the mirror and say, "It may not be them, because it, it it may be me." Because then you have somebody's picking these people. Just like you said before on the call, if you have a woman that's picking these guys, right, She, this is the kind of person that she's attracted to. So now she's lucked up and got this good guy, right? But mm-hmm. she ain't validating this good guy because of what she used to, if that makes any sense. A lot of times it's like, yeah, you good, but nah, I don't know. I'm waiting for something to go wrong. Because I already know.
0: Well, that's usually the, the younger girls. Because I was trying to set this young girl up with my brother in church, and she called him, what was the word? It wasn't a buster. It was just because he wasn't no thug. She she called him something, a scrub or something. She's like, I forgot what word she used. But she called him a, that, that name. And I was like, well, what makes him that? Oh, he ain't no G. He ain't no this, and that's that was from a young mind. I'm like, look, girl, you got a baby. You you lucky if anybody take you in your condition, and you're getting fat.
3: Well, well, you said you said I mean you said the the key word a young mind, and you know to have a young mind. How old
0: these girls was he's talking about?
3: No, no, because you can have a 40 year old with a young mind. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So age no really
3: doesn't matter. You know, it's all about it's it's more about maturity than age. Yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: So, I know it's getting late, but I can't let these questions, these two. So, and I'm gonna ask. <laughs> I, I can't. I I ain't gonna wake up tomorrow and be like, I didn't ask that. So, can you can you effectively love your spouse if you refuse to go? get help for a problem that you have. And that could be along the lines of pornography. That could be, be along the lines of health issues. That could be along the lines of alcoholism, drugs. Can you effectively say that you love your spouse if you won't get, go get right?
6: Yes.
2: Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Speak on. Can
6: you, You're saying can you effectively... Oh, you probably can't love her the way she wants to be loved, but you can still be in love with her, and you have uh, issues in your life, personal issues.
1: Yeah. That you refuse was...
6: to go fix.
1: That you refuse to go and get right.
6: Yeah, you just yeah. may not be. Um, uh, I've had problems in, in things in, in my life um, from addiction, drugs, like weed and drinking and everything else. And the thing was, I just wasn't ready to to fix that stuff. It didn't mean I didn't care about people. It didn't mean that I didn't love my my wife, or not my wife at the time, but say my, my mom. It didn't mean that I didn't love my daughter because while I had a child, I still smoked weed and drank and all the other stuff. I just wasn't ready to fix that stuff. And it still didn't mean that people didn't love me and that I wasn't lovable. I just wasn't ready to fix it. And... I don't owe nobody instantly, in my opinion, to fix it instantly just because they're in my life. It
4: has to happen on my time. You know, Tony, here's the thing. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Are you finished? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Here's the thing. Um, I realize how absolutely difficult it is for me to change things about me that I don't like. There's no way I can change someone else. And if we think that that we can change somebody else or somebody else thinks that they can change us, I think we're looking at this whole thing wrong.
1: Gotcha.
4: You know, if, if somebody is saying, you know, if you don't do this, you don't love me, then I don't think they quite understand what real love is.
1: No, no, no. I didn't say someone else saying it. I'm saying you saying it.
4: I'm no, saying no, no, no. So. If they're saying, if you love me, you'll you'll stop this or you'll do that or you'll, you'll change this about you. If you love me enough, that's what you'll do. That's a manipulation that, like I said, they're trying to change you and mm-hmm. they can't uh, even change themselves. How are they going to yeah, try but, to change you? No,
1: no, 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 no. That's not what I said. I didn't bring okay. anybody else into it. I didn't bring your wife or anybody. I said, can a man... Effectively love his spouse if he does, if he refuses to go get help for problems that he has. Absolutely. Not
4: saying, okay. I believe absolutely because we all have issues, and it's it's not. It, it, okay, let's just say I'm I'm smoking, or I'm 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 hitting the pipe, or I'm drinking, or whatever it happens to be, or I'm into pornography, or whatever the issue is. If I don't realize that this is a problem that i have to change it for me all right i'm not going to change it for somebody else and it doesn't mean i don't love them it just may not be you know i mean it's funny you become a christian you don't all of a sudden you know jettison all the issues that you had the lord may work on one thing here and one thing there you know in time you may you may realize you know what i gotta stop looking at these naked women
2: Okay, well, I, or, I, don't, I, I don't need I, to
4: stop hitting the crack pipe or whatever your issue is. But, you know, it doesn't mean you don't love that person just because you haven't jettisoned all, of, all the vices that you have. Well, I don't necessarily
0: agree with that simply because if it's if it's a habit that's detrimental to your health
1: or mm-hmm. somebody else's health, then
0: I think that you really need to consider – this person's feelings and saying because they would if they if it's hurting to them to the point where they say you know what if you don't do this then I have to leave you because I can't sit here and watch you kill yourself or I can't sit here and watch you continue to go through uh, um, you know uh, pornography and, and 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 then leading me to have you to cheat on me I can't sit up here and, and, and watch you molest our daughter or son. Or uh, you know if it's something that that's harmful to your health, just like those guys that that we had on a couple of weeks ago, and they were on uh, drugs, or uh, they was they smoked crack once upon a time, their wives told them the same thing, and I think that that they was right in saying, hey, you need to seek help because you're damaging this relationship. You're, I don't want to be with somebody who I have to pick up in front of my kids. Uh, they stealing Christmas gifts from under the tree. And when they wake up Christmas morning, they, they all their gifts are gone that they just saw last night because their daddy went and sold it for some crack. I can't deal with this no more. You're hurting the family.
6: So Gary, hey, I person, think you're talking about the woman loving the 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 man, the person with the problem. At least what I was describing is the person with the problem. The person with the, the problem.
0: Woman. That's what I'm describing. The person with the problem. After the woman that loves them, tell them what they need from them. That person with the problem need to say they can't. It's not right for them to say, or it'd be selfish for them to say, "I'm not going to do that for you. I love you, but I ain't got to show you. I don't got to go to no rehab. I ain't got to get off this crack just to just to prove to you that I love you." No,
4: that's well, a selfish approach. Let, let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you some personal what I've been through. Okay, I have fought um, lust and pornography my whole life. Uh, I was married, Christian in church, still fighting it. I knew it hurt my wife, but it wasn't something that I could overcome uh, until I made a decision that I was tired of it. It didn't mean I didn't love my wife, okay? But it was a situation that God had to impress on my heart that this was was something that I had to I had to deal with. It had Upon nothing to do not with my No, I knew Andrew. it bothered her.
0: That's not as detrimental, that uh, imperative enough that you stop. Like hold, wait a
4: second, wait a second. You just mentioned some things. One of those things was pornography.
0: I mentioned pornography yeah. because in that situation it led that man to cheat on his wife. So, and, if he said and, and if sometimes he used that as an excuse, Sometimes say, it
4: doesn't all I'm saying is we all have issues.
1: Sure. Sure.
4: Okay. And to some people they're they're greater than to others. If I have, you know, if I have a, a beer some you know one woman may be like you you going cra- you can't do that you know you know if if i hit a joint another woman may say you can't do that so, you know you know if 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 i'm looking at pornography another woman may say so it just depends on the person all i'm saying is We all have issues, and it doesn't mean that we don't love our spouses because we still have issues that we have to overcome. We're not talking about regular issues,
0: though. We're talking about, I'm quite sure Tony's not talking about regular issues. I'm thinking that you
4: you you mentioned mentioned pornography, and that's why I spoke on it, because it was an issue I had to deal with until I finally got to the point that that I understood I I had to get rid of this. The reason why I mentioned
0: pornography in my example was because in that example it led – he used that that particular man used that excuse to cheat on his wife. While I was looking at pornography, and I wanted a white woman, and I saw it on the pornography, and I went out there and got me one. Well, in that case, then you need to stop. If it leads you to do other things that's hurting the marriage, then you need to seek help for that. Now, if it's just pornography and she just wants you to stop because she's feeling jealous, and, and it's not good and you're calling yourself a Christian, now that's that's laying over into control, and you need to stop just because it's not Christian-like. That's different than, you know, you need to stop because it led you into a difficult or more difficult problem than you had just looking at it. Well, what about
4: the guy but, that's drinking the beer and, and the next guy that leads him into drinking, you know, two-fifths of scotch every day?
0: We yeah, can and always if it le- this
4: can lead us here or there. Okay, if it leads them to do that, if it leaves
0: if a beer leads you to drink hard liquor and the liquor leads you to lead uh, 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 crash down on your face and bleeding all over the place and leaving your job and you you know, and getting fired and losing your house, then yeah, you, you need to seek some help. You know, if so, you put
4: so a family sees down. that and, and thinks you drinking a beer is gonna lead you to that and starts to press you on that. But
2: hold the okay, hold hold well that's Andrew, different. Andrew, Andrew. That's between
1: we're not talking about the person that just drinks a beer and leads him. I'm talking right. about the talking person about that that's simple. already at the fifth of scotch every day. I'm talking right. about that portion. Right. I'm and talking about the, the person that can't, can't stop smoking crack. He can't stop smoking crack. And it's already detrimental to his wife. They don't have to say nothing. If you smoke crack, your family suffers. I don't care who right. you are. If, you well, if you're drinking crack, a you're fifth of
4: scotch smoke a day, you know, and, and it's going to destroy your life.
1: Okay, so
0: that's the person he's talking about. So in that yeah. case, in that person that he's talking about, that person needs to seek help, and 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 really really take it to heart what his wife is saying and hearken to what she's saying because it, she will leave, and, it and will I will tell you
4: them. this: many women have left men with dealing with pornography. That's correct. Because that's they correct. look at that as cheating. I'm telling you the truth.
3: Okay. No, know, no, I mean yeah. but he wasn't. You know that
0: wasn't he. That wasn't what he was talking about, though. I mean, you might be right but on that, but I think, that wasn't what he was talking. But I about. I
3: think he was. I think he was because when you say regular issues, I don't think you can say that. I don't think you can. You know, an, an issue is an issue. I don't think that you can say well, smoking crack is any different from looking at pornography. Is any different from being an alcoholic? You know, they're all different issues. You know, with um, within themselves. You know, you can't say this one is greater than anything that controls
4: us Anything that uh, controls right. us is an issue
3: that's And that's it's right.
4: captivity and by the enemy trying to destroy us Trying to right. separate that's us right. from our relationship with Christ Trying to separate us from our relationship with our wives
1: Pornography pieces is I know and, and It's bigger than we care to think about And we can think exactly. uh, and say, okay, well, yeah, crack is is bad and alcoholism. I think that the pornography piece is just once you introduce that into your life, and then hopefully you don't introduce it to your wife's life. Because once you introduce it to your wife's life, then anything happens. Then you could possibly lose your marriage. You could possibly lose your wife over that. I'm because telling you, what we like are counseling
4: two couples right now that are going through. Serious marital issues because of
3: pornography. Yeah, but see I'm, the, talking the about,
4: enemy. I'm talking about ready to divorce.
3: Yeah, because, because it, the in-
4: it, What we don't understand when we play with sin, all right, is 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 the enemy binds us and controls us, it doesn't matter the sin. All right, yeah. men and women look at pornography very differently. Most men grow up, hey, it's just something to do. That's not the way women see it. Yeah. And after a while, the woman starts getting on your nerve. You're like, damn, I can go on the Internet. I don't have to hear your mouth. She don't say nothing wrong. She's perfect. You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you.
3: Yeah, you're and right. I think that, the, you know, the, the trick of the enemy, you know, uh, puts it, you know, makes us think that, oh, it's just, uh, it's just pornography, you know. Where you know, as he said, that you know, when it comes to sin, first it fascinates, then it assassinates. Mhm.
4: I got so, a woman that's so pissed off with it um, because you know now he he wants to hurt her to do the things that these women are doing on on the videos and in the, the pictures, and she knows when he's into. It. And now he's lying about it. All kind of crazy
2: stuff.
3: He crazy, he crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, they professionals. But I wanted to take I wanted to take Tony's question and split it and and and, and spin it in a different direction, if I might. Um, you know, he talked about if there's if the if you know, let's let's say that we'll use the example of the man if he's engaged in pornography or smoking crack or an alcoholic or whatever does he? Is can he effectively love? Is white through those things, but I want to take that question and go in a different direction. Whereas, what if both the husband and wife know that there are major marital issues that require, similar to pornography and, and, and alcoholism and drug addiction, that, that requires rehab, that requires additional. Uh, counseling from a third party Do you think that If the wife Is waiting for The husband to make a move In that direction To get there, To get them help um, Marital help Major marital help To deal with their issues Do you think that in the meantime That it's easy for her to love him When he's not reaching out and getting the additional assistance that they both know that they need? Do you think that during that time where maybe he's stubborn, maybe he's prideful? And do you think it's hard for her to love him during that time where she knows they need help but waiting on the husband to to seek and obtain the help? I think so. Because, you know, go ahead.
1: I think so. I think so. I think that um, if you know I need a cup of water and you're not giving it to me, it shows me that you don't care that I need this cup of water. And you know that this cup of water is going to hydrate me and keep me alive, and you're not giving me what I need. And and, 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 And the cup of water to the hydration is equivalent to counseling to a marriage. This counseling, this counseling session may help keep that marriage alive, because without it, the, the you know the marriage can definitely die. So if you're telling me that you are not going with me to get help to get medicine for this marriage, it's showing me that you don't care about it, and the, the care equates to love, I believe.
2: Mm.
4: You know what I found? Um, a lot of times we men don't realize that the problem is a problem and we just say well it's not a big deal. Yeah. All right, where the women a lot of times are screaming, we need help. All right, and we men go it's not that big a deal. And kind of just you know move it under the rug. Okay? You know, just because I have a few drinks it's not that big a deal. You know, just because I look at pornography, there's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. You know, just because I hit a joint every now and then, there's nothing wrong with that. And and to the woman, she's screaming, and we're just like, it's not a big deal. Deal with it. I've been looking at pornography my whole life. I've been smoking, uh, drinking scotch my whole life. What's the big deal? I've been hitting a joint every now and then for my whole life. Get over it. Yeah. And, and that, that's a problem.
1: Yeah, just like you said, Andrew, um, you said something key about that pornography piece. You said that when she gets on your nerves, and you need an escape, you can escape to that. Right? So that is an option. Yep. In marriage, the only option we should have is our spouse, not another outside source option. And that's an outside escape option. But if we you don't think it
4: that way, Tony, we don't understand the depth of it.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. But and that's, and that's only the that's...
4: problem. And I'll tell you what, you talk about it. And and you know, the way my wife handled it was to take it to Christ instead of trying to attack me.
3: Yeah, right. Well that's okay. what, you know, with the pornography piece, Andrew, um, you know, that's just door number one. Because nowadays with the power of the internet, you go on the pornography site, they got pop ups where, you know, you just type in your zip code. You can you can you can come get some right now. No questions asked.
4: You know what I thought, you you talked about this last year, but I'd never seen it I saw this thing, man, talking about Christian swingers I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe it
3: It's out there So, 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 you know, that's just door number one You know, you're just looking on the screen, on your computer screen You know, the next, you know, door number two Hey, what are you doing? Your wife getting on your nerves? I'm right around the corner. I live in. The and this is
4: just the trick of the enemy. This is just this is this is what he's trying to do. He's trying to destroy
3: us, and yeah. we got to
4: understand the okie doke. Exactly. Okay. And you know what? And I'm gonna tell you what. Um, because I have fought with 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 lust my whole life, and when I finally put the pornography to bed, Satan knew he couldn't get me through that. You know what he does? Now he comes right in the front door. He's got women throwing it at me. Yeah. I'm not kidding you, man.
2: Yeah.
4: I am not kidding you.
2: But
1: at least you know. Okay? What and, and
4: I'm like, I'm like, oh, dog, you ain't getting me go like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I had a woman walk in my office, and I'm gonna tell you what, man, it's yeah, some crazy stuff. And and she she's like, yeah, you know, I was dating a married man, and his wife wouldn't suck his dick. Ooh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I wasn't supposed
2: to say that, was I? <laughs> All
4: right. <laughs> And, and she's like, you know, and I, she's like, she's like, I didn't understand why the wife wouldn't do it. So, you know, I gave him a little something-something. And I'm mm. sitting here going, Satan, you a liar. Because I saw the game. I saw what he was trying to trap me into. And and Chick was mm. fat to
2: death. Mm. And, I mean, just
4: coming straight in the front door at me, man. I'm like, mm. oh, man. You know, I'm out at a conference on a weekend, hot chick. She's like, you know, I could come to your room. Mm. <laughs> Nobody would know. <laughs> no. And I'm talking it. I mean, and I'm recognizing Satan because I'm not giving into the pornography. He's trying to get me any kind of way because he knows, you know, women is my issue.
3: But here's mm-hmm. the key, Andrew, is that you acknowledge the point of attack.
4: You yeah. know
3: where it's coming from.
4: And I'm calling Cause out of the of, dark because he's a liar, and he's not destroying this marriage.
3: Right, but a lot of I guys got, get caught up in the okie doke, you know.
4: I've been caught up in the okie doke.
3: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. He wants you back. That's all it is.
4: Yes, and so, I'm not going there. So, so that's why this and, call keeps me right. And, and
1: <laughs> I need us to stay where we at right now for my last question slash. Monkey wrench. Okay, can you effectively love your family if you don't care about their salvation?
2: Nope. Mm. Nope. Yeah. I say when you no. say your
0: family, when you say your family, you mean your children? Your I mean, who your wife? Talking?
1: Your wife, your children, your immediate family, the people that you're in charge of.
7: You the okay. head of. Now, now
0: the, 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 my thoughts on that is wife, no doubt. Children, however, children, however, they have to, to, to I mean, you can talk to them until you beat it into them. And the more you beat it into them, the more they will reject what you're saying because they're going to try their best all the rest of their life to prove you wrong. But
4: that's not and what all Tony you can asked. Do,
0: all you can do is introduce what you need to do and train them as they should go, so they won't stray far. And then hold your hands up and let them fly.
4: But that's not the question Tony asked. He said, not "Do question. you not? If if you don't care about their their salvation, can you love them?"
1: That's the question. Oh no. That's
0: that's that's a no then. I misunderstood you, my bad.
1: Okay. So so the people that don't make it a point for the men that don't make it a point for their family to get to know Christ means that they could be good soccer dad, good provider, good all these other things, homework person but that means that they really do not effectively love their family.
4: Well, I, I would mean they know. don't effectively, effectively love Christ. I would well, say it's possible to love Christ and not want your family to love Christ. Well, a lot of them don't know or realize that they, let's
0: just say they haven't been raised in a church or they don't care really much about it. Um, they can have a successful marriage and love their kids uh, effectively as they think that they should be loving them but you know behind the silver line of the clouds it's like well are you really and they don't really know what that other untapped side looked like but they're doing it the best way they know how to do it and the best way they was the way that they was raised they're trying to raise their family to in the same perspective but ultimately it's up to them to find that out what they're doing wrong and hopefully you know it, it, it comes to them eventually or it's introduced to them you know, because Christ going to put somebody in their life to, to introduce him, but it's up to them to take it at that point. And some people are like, well, hey, everything is going good like it is with my family and my wife and my kids. I don't have no issues, and I don't need that. What are you talking about?
6: Yeah. I, I would uh, compare it to um, parents asking the question, if you don't care about your children's health, can you effectively love them? Whereas some people, they, don't, they love their kids, but they take them to McDonald's all the time just like they may not know Christ, they may not be aware of right. the requirements of good health.
1: Right. Nah, nah, nah. You know, sometimes I you know, I think that we give people a cop-out and we give them an excuse. You know, my entire life I've been approached with Christ. My entire life. I can't remember a time when I wasn't. I remember everybody that came to me to tell me about Christ. And I remember everybody that said, nope, 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 not ready, not for me. But it was always there. There's always somebody talking to you about Well, no, I I don't mean
6: what I when I I mean they're aware of it, it just hasn't sunk in with with them.
1: Okay, so what's the excuse?
6: Maybe they haven't been alive been- long enough or something. Maybe they need to live for 125 years instead of 80 or something. That's I don't know. <laughs>
2: that's why that's why
0: a lot of rich people, you know, if they already born with a silver spoon in their mouth, you can't talk to them about a a God that's gonna give them anything because they feel like they got everything. So it's it's, it's I mean, you you can't talk to them about a, a Christ that's gonna give them something. Well, what are you gonna give me? I already got everything. What what else do I need? You know, so it's harder for them uh you you to introduce Christ to or even to talk or approach somebody in that matter.
1: So you saying that Christ is for poor people?
0: No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about for the mentality of the rich person. The person who have everything, a billionaire, you know, how can a person or a person that they have Christ, they can think, just for example, remember when we was at the conference last year and you remember the man that was in all, all, all in RG3 face?
1: Yeah. Okay. Do you think he listened to that man? RG3? No. Trying to do something else with his wife. To right but it. do you
0: think he took do you think do you think he took anything to heart to what that man was saying?
1: Well, how do you know the man was saying anything worthy of taking it to heart? That's the question. The only thing he was talking about was Christ. How do you know? Because he told me. Okay, so then if he was talking to another Christian about Christ, I think he did take to heart. I think he would. The chances of him taking it to heart was was stronger than him not taking it to heart cuz RG3 is a Christian. Okay, okay.
0: Well, what I'm saying is, it. Uh, my point in saying what I'm saying is, it's it's more difficult to approach somebody who feels like they don't need anything else and they got everything else and they got everything under control. It's more difficult for them to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, Christ, yeah, uh, yeah let me go ahead and become a Christian by this atheist thing that I've been worshiping all day that got me this trillion dollars in my pocket. You know, uh, yeah, I'll switch gears now. I mean, sometimes it'll work, but sometimes it won't. You're right. They're probably not even approachable.
1: You're right. But when something goes wrong, drastically wrong, it never fails. They always pray to God. That's true. That's true. I don't care who they say, I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe. God will make you call his name. Period. You already know it. That's true. God... God, I know I ain't been talking about you. <clears throat> I know I ain't been right, but I need you this one time. I apologize for all the time I've you know. Get me, I you Get me out of this one. Get me out of this one. And that and that's and that's the way it is. You know, so, so to say that you don't know enough to lead your family to salvation—that's something that is in your face all the time, every day. So for you to just uh, annoy, I mean, and believe me, I was that guy. I wasn't thinking about salvation for my um, family when I was out in the world. I wasn't thinking about it. It was the last thing on my mind. So did I love them effectively? No.
0: But at the time, I don't think you thought that you were doing anything wrong by not loving them effectively.
1: Yeah, but whether I thought it was right, right or wrong, I was still wrong.
0: Yeah, but most people in that mind frame, they were thinking like you. At the time, you're thinking that you're right because you're unaware that you're wrong.
1: Sure. Sure. I got you. I got you. So, anybody else got anything on it?
6: Um, Not on that in particular. If, if okay. nobody has anything else on that, I wanted to ask one, one question. What do you think? Okay. Um. When I think about loving someone or loving your wife, I try to contrast it and compare it to um, when you're dating and how a person feels when they're dating. So where does infatuation fall into being in love? Because that seems like an important feeling uh, in love, you know, when you describe love.
1: Infatuation. Think, Go ahead, Darren. Go ahead. I'm I think that's more
0: so like chasing a dragon. You know, um, that's your that's that first puppy thing. Your first, you know, the first uh, feeling that you get that man, I can't do without this person. Uh, it's just like the first time you have sex, uh, and then and then you you meet that uh, you 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 meet that feeling for the first time, and now that's what label they put on it. Now I don't know what what it actually is, but society has put a label called infatuation on it, and I really believe that's 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 love. You know, I believe like in in the, in the biblical days, if you lay down with a woman and you slept with her, you had to marry her, whether you raped her or not. You know, two women were raped in the Bible, and they was begging for that man who raped them to marry her. begging for that man to rape, them. I mean to, to marry him who raped them. So, and it, so that that goes back to the to the old ways of doing things. Of soon as you get touched in that way, that you kind of fall in love, and 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 then we kind of uh, kicked it on the next page and called it infatuation. But I really do believe that it's that that feeling of of, of first love. You do? I believe it's uh, yeah. I do yeah. I don't believe it's called infatuation. I believe that that is it's a it's a first love.
1: I believe that it's infatuation all the way up to the time when something happens in your marriage and you realize that you love this person because if you didn't, you would have rolled out.
0: That that's true too, but so you saying that everybody who married their wife is is marrying them due to infatuation and then they don't know what the true love is until something happens. I mean, I said that earlier tonight, but it was... I agree that. with you. Oh, okay, okay.
2: I agree
1: with you. I agree with you 100%. I agree. We don't know true love until it slaps us in the face, and you're like, man, I'm really sitting here putting up with all this stuff. I am really in it to win it with this woman. Because
3: yeah. you
1: can say that. You can say a lot of things, man. We say a lot of things while we dating that we don't mean half of them. Oh, that's true. I believe that. I don't we don't know, mean half of them. Yeah, but listen, listen. We even think that they ain't lies. We we even lie to ourselves. Believe it. Well, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I believe that's what's gonna happen, man. What?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. First time in adversity,
1: man. You
2: out.
0: And I believe that that men they don't. I, I, and it's like uh, I don't know if um, Andrew said it earlier or not or if it was Malcolm, I think it was Andrew saying that, you know, when we first get in love with our wives, it's a physical attraction. And it's, and it's more so we're going to say we tied tired or not because of these physical features. And we're kind of embarrassed to even say that or be able to mention that. We That's embarrassing to mention that, hey, yeah, man, I fell in love with my wife because she got a big dunk, you know what I mean? You, it's kind of embarrassing to mention that to a lot of people, and that that believes that hey man you are supposed to fall in love with your wife because you're in love with her you know because that that goes against popular beliefs you know so but then when you're really honest with yourself you're like man yeah yeah I ain't want nobody else to be hitting that while I was hitting it so the only thing I had to go ahead and put a ring on it and then things when you fall up into it then it's like okay I'm really digging this chick and 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 then that's after something happens like you say that's when you realize that you met love and not it's not um it's real love at that point. I ain't going to say that at first it wasn't love, but I'm going to say it's real love after you meet that that uh that obstacle.
6: Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got a follow-up question to that. Once you lose that infatuation, is there uh, do you, do typically people I know people get it back cuz I've seen it, but is that something that you can can expect if your wife is a one a person that says intentionally annoys you and things Malcolm,
0: like that. You you know you know where I was. You know I was about I was headed for the divorce court. You know just by the, the the betrayal acts that I that I that I went through, the way I felt that they were acts of betrayal. Talking behind, I mean, you know, doing things behind my back and helping out the kids when she told me she wasn't and. Taking you know taking our grandson in and and under my nose and all these things and I was on the phone with you almost crying every day every day because I was I was I was almost done, but it, it but it took continuous as Andrew said earlier you know your love for Christ and you are looking at your situation and then on top of that you are looking at the reason why you married the person and you are looking at them them double d's are you looking at that that big booty are you looking at that that feeling of man how I, you know i ain't through with this sexual thing yet you know all of that is in 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 the in the motion of your decision making all of that is included in your decision making and what holds you and what grounds you is that physical attraction sometimes most of the time from a man's perspective it's that physical attraction in my opinion and then you know then you say well let me go ahead and suffer through this And then you start talking to God, and then you start compromising, and then you start trying to, you know, talk to her, and then you come around and things come full circle. But I I definitely believe you can get it back. And even on the page, like when we first started this conversation, T-Hall said that the man was told to serve his wife. And once you start serving your wife, which doesn't mean be enslaved by your wife. It just means behold her. And whatever you behold, you become part of. And and once that happens, it, it it's it's more magical at that point because now you understand each other. And right around that seven year itch, five year itch, whatever they want to call it, right around that time, you you're used to it. You you got a pattern going. You got a trust and an understanding. You know each other. And now it just falls into it. Just falls right into line. Right right in the line of you know, I genuinely love this person, and this person can't make me mad anymore. I can ignore yeah. her, respect her, and don't be bothered by what she say, because I know she's what she's saying right now, she's speaking out of emotion.
2: Mm.
1: And I think that was, and that's good words, and I think that the reason why that, that struck my attention was because 30 years, 40 years in, the man had a choice. I mean, 40 years, your kids are grown. They're out. Yeah. I mean, you could say, well, you know, I ain't got to be here. I can go and try and start all over again. And just like Rodney was saying, that all the Internet options that you can have, you can get you somebody else on the Internet. You don't even have to go to a nightclub, you know. And for him to say, you know, she's disconnected from me, she's avoiding me, she's doing all these things that I don't like. And for him to say, but on top of that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to serve this woman. I'm going to become her servant. Yeah. You know, in a, in a biblical sense. That's love, man. Because most man. people don't take that – Take that direction. They'd be like, what? You ain't acting right. You out of pocket. Mm-hmm. The hell with you then. Go on about your
6: business. Correct.
2: You
1: ain't going to find nothing like me. You you don't know what you miss. missing. You know how
6: we do
2: it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
6: Hey, hey, I might be being petty in this, so I might be completely missing the point, but it still keeps going back to my mind that, that to me, that individual, if he was a Christian, was it so much love for that woman as it was for Christ? Because I think there's a distinction in there. I, I, it's probably a pointless distinction, because at the end of the day, it's still all under the umbrella of love. But I'm just wondering: is it possible to love a person like that?
0: Yeah, I, I, believe I, I believe I've been at that the end of that road and back. I mean, and and but but when you, when you come in, when it comes down to serving your wife. In a way that you know that you're supposed to, because a lot of time I don't, I don't believe we we understand that word, uh, serve. And once we serve a right, I do believe that it's is every everything is possible at that point. Everything is possible, and it does in the in the stupid things that she did to piss you off in the beginning, it don't even make you mad anymore. And I, and after believe me, after I found out that when she revealed to me that she do the things that she do just so she she can know that she can get into me like that, I said, okay, I know how to fix that. I just won't talk to the kids around you no more. You tell me I got to talk to them, by the time you come back from the store from work or wherever you're coming from, I would have been untold you, yep, I had a conversation with them. Everything is all good. What she say? Well, she said this, that, and the third. Okay. If you got if you got anything else to say behind what she said after that, then you go talk to her and I'll stay in here because I'm not going to interrupt you. So, I know how to fix that now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the guy was a Christian, by the way, because God was the one who told him to serve his wife. That's where the word came from. Oh, okay. He said, he said he prayed and he talked to the Lord. The Lord said, you need to serve your wife.
0: I bet that threw him for a loop.
1: That threw him for a loop, and he was obedient, and, and you know, and he got his his his, his wife back on track.
0: He got his wife back on track because you got to follow somebody who's serving you. You got to follow him.
1: Yeah.
6: But uh, do you think that a woman would respect a man saying, you know, "If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have done it. I would have left you, but God told me to do it, so I stayed."
7: Because do, do,
6: women—that's a powerful statement. But women are so so s- selfish that they would want it to be just for them alone.
0: Well, that's when you don't you don't share that with them. <laughs> you can you can word it differently and say, you know, you, you you don't have to say the only reason I'm with you is because of God. But if it was my choice, I'd be out of here. You can't say it like that. You can say God kept this marriage together modestly. You can say that,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: she can just agree with you in a silent amen. You know what I mean? But you just gonna go out the gate off the top rope and say, Man, if it wasn't for God I would have left you like twenty years ago 'cause I really don't love you and if it wasn't for no, you don't know, you can't <laughs> you can't talk to her like that.
6: Why would you throw that part in that you really don't love them? Why would I mean let's say that? if
0: that was the truth. Let's say if that was the truth. I didn't love you when I first started with you. I mean when I first got with you, you know, I was only with you for the booty. You you don't say stuff like that. So even if, if it is the truth or you know, if if you're mad or whatever, you if let's say if that was the truth, that's not what you're gonna say. You're just gonna politely tell her, "Hey, God kept us together," and you smile with it, and so she can agree with you. You don't say nothing that's gonna make you mad or it's gonna get. What did you mean by when you said you don't want them kind of problems? I know half the stuff out, half the stuff me and you talked about. I would never tell her what <laughs> what I was thinking or how I was feeling. Never. Not those feelings at that time. I wouldn't tell her that. I wouldn't tell her none of that.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Anybody got anything else? We in open mic. We might as well be in open mic right now.
0: All right, let me flip
3: everybody over.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold
3: on. Um, Before you do that, Darren.
0: Yeah, I'm listening. It ain't flipped
3: over yet. Um, Yeah, you got uh, door number one. You got to leave me red and take y'all three to open mic so it's not recorded because I'm on the hotline tonight. Or door number two is call of the night. So door number one, y'all can do open mic and leave me. Unfortunately, I have to stay on the, the hot side. And door
2: uh, well, we'll
1: number two. We just keep it the way it is. Just Keep it the
3: way it is. We good.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, man. Well, it was, it was a great conversation, man. Hope we can walk away with this knowing that we uh, know how we truly feel about about our wives and about ourselves. And a lot of people they lie to themselves, man. They 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 lie to themselves and they think that. You know, they came to this phone call thinking that they, they, they love their wife, they really love their wife, but then they walk away from it. Like, man, I'm I'm really going to face the truth and say that, hey, I got married to her because of ABC. And it wasn't love. ABC, ain't love ain't one of those choices. Mm-hmm. I've heard plenty of people say they didn't love their wife when they first got married to them. Or they thought that they did and they found out that they didn't Later on, when they knew that they did love them, but they'd never tell those words to their wife.
6: But that that that's logical, I think, um, for most people because when you get married to your wife, typically, I would say probably seventy percent of the time, you you for the most part get along with her real well. You what? You no. Know, I would I would think probably seventy percent of the time when a person actually gets married to their to their spouse definitely more than 50%. They for the most part throughout their relationship have, have gotten along pretty good with their spouse, with their with their fiance and now soon to be wife.
2: So you think that
0: they they got married because they get along with them. Yeah. Okay, so that proves my point. You never tell your wife that, "Hey, I only married you because I got along with you." That was it. No, what I'm
6: saying, but they th- they think that they're in love because they get along because they have a great relationship.
0: Right, but once you find out that you really love her, you're not going to go back and backtrack and say, "Well, I really didn't love you when I got married, but I now I do love you now."
6: Nobody. Well, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't verbalize it like that. I guess you just kind of realize how much you do love her through the challenges.
0: Right, and, and that was the point. That was the point of me saying what I said. Nobody would admit to that to that what you just said, what we were just talking about. Nobody would admit to that.
1: What's
6: wrong with that?
0: <laughs> not unless you want another problem. You're not going to admit to that to your wife.
6: Basically that your love has grown
0: throughout yeah, the course you of your marriage? You can say it that way, but you ain't going to say, well, hey, I, I, you know, when we first got married, it was just this. It wasn't really love. It was just because we got along, and you know, you was the next one in line, and I just ha- so happened to get saved, and and I was ready to make, you know, I was ready to make love to somebody, and you was it, you know. No, you ain't gonna say all of that. That makes it look like feel like dirt. But by saying that, man, over the last ten years, my love has grown for you.
3: Man, that, that's
0: that's the way you were it. But the truth, when even if the truth is, hey, I just married you for the sex. At first, and then now it's you know it's something else. You won't you don't say that, right? It's not tactful, you know. But yeah, uh, if anybody want to sign up for that uh that thing next week, hey, still open for another four couples. So y'all go to mmdt. dot org to register, And join meetup, and uh. And you'll be getting a message from me, Rodney or Tony, letting you know the location of the uh, event on the eighth of November. Mhm. Mhm. All right. We got sixteen couples. No. We got how many couples? Ten. We got 10, ten couples. Huh? Yeah, I think we got ten couples, and and we we're gonna go another maybe five or ten more couples. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't see you. Have you have you told anybody to register, Tony? Yeah. <laughs> oh, have Have they?
1: Yep. I got one couple registered.
3: Couple Okay. More how about coming. you,
0: Rod? You got one couple registered. How many How many couples you got, Tony? I mean, uh, right.
3: I got one registered and uh one possible. Possible. Okay. All right.
0: So I'll go ahead and send them out the uh, send them out an email, and we we'll try to get some more. If not, that that's that's good enough. And if y'all can come over to help me figure out how to set this thing up on that day, then you know, just because I don't, I have no idea how we going how we going to set it up and where we gonna, you know.
1: I never all get of, like. Huh? All three of us. All three of us. All three of us need to do that.
0: Well, yeah, it don't matter one. And then we'll collect that money for. I'll, we'll go yeah. shopping Or i go shopping uh, Next week For our portion of the food mm-hmm. All right
2: Yes yeah.
0: Okay Well you give us a call Right now when you get back in town When you get back in town
3: mm, Later this week End of the week Friday Hold on Yeah end of the week
0: Okay, I'll be available Monday because I got work this weekend. I'll be available Friday morning up until four thirty. Then we can get together, or we can get together Monday.
3: Yeah, y'all need to open the email. Huh? Open the email and uh, it should be finished.
0: <clears throat> what are you talking about?
3: The exercise. Open the email. It's about ninety percent done.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. hmm. Alright. Alright, well give us a call uh Friday. Tony you gonna be available Friday or you wanna do it Monday?
1: Uh Monday would be better for me, but I'll be available Friday. I can make no, Monday be better for me. I'll be working all day Friday.
0: All right, let's roll with the roll with Monday, Tony? I mean uh uh Rodney, you good with that?
3: Yeah, I should be good. i will you know, I'll make arrangements, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, then. To the end, fellas. All right, Yes, sir. Later we'll on. All right. All right. Peace. Yes, sir. Good shot.
7: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.